The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? It's Hector Flores from Insert Name FC, a member of Belly Up Sports. And this week, it's not just me. Thank God, because it is weird talking to myself. Um, Yeah, that was just, that was the weirdest couple of months. But, yeah, so obviously I told you guys last episode we were gonna, he was going to finally be able to come back with some changes to my work schedule. And now he's finally back, my brother from another mother. Edward Robles, the co-host of Insert Name FC. What is up, guys? How's it going? Good to be back. Good to be back. Fully awake this time, so that's impressive. I mean, you know, he's I got months worth of sleep. Work, man. I know. I mean, I had to take pre-workout at work, bro. That's how oh. it works. Okay, that works. I'm not sure if he has any pre-workout done, but also, friends of the show... Actually, weirdly enough, I think the last time Edward was on the po- has recorded on the podcast... This guy was also with us for our end of year episode, which is Kelsey Coin of High Low Sports, everyone's favorite member of Belly of Sports. Yeah, hey, what's up? I'm glad to be back. Uh, also, I got to try to point out as you were talking to yourself again about talking to yourself, it was just got really awkward in that moment. I was like, I wanted to rescue you for a second, but I couldn't help. Man, you. I've been so breaking, breaking, breaking the fourth wall over here. I've just been you doing know? these episodes so long with myself that I just kind of, I guess, got used <laughs> to doing it. No, it's glad to be back. Glad to be back with the with the with the group I love so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, it's crazy to think that the last time that we all were together was actually literally the last time this that we were all this together. Show, the shows have been <laughs> the shows have been done by one just more than just one person. So, well, that at is least you're not alone. That is insane. I, I, I feel- mean, obviously, because of the fact that I did take the job with the Houston Dynamo. Um, my work schedule is kind of conflicted with 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 me and Edwards, but um, luckily, small flex though, small flex. Yeah, so right. luckily they uh they've they've realized something that they don't want to give me overtime anymore, and so that's why I'm able to 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 now be able to record again on Mondays, which is it's a win win for me because one I get to sleep, so that that's a pretty fair trade off. Yeah. yeah, you'll take <laughs> take a sleep just a little bit. Yeah, man. Everybody needs sleep, man. Fuck. Nobody's, you know, hanging out with all these soccer stars and stuff, but, you know, like, everybody needs sleep. You know what I'm talking about? Well, future soccer I, I stars. Future I'll say, stars. Edward, out of all the people that, that that talk about sleep, I think you'd be the expert out of this this group here. Um, <laughs> oh, hands down, man. Yesterday, I, don't, shoot, I, I, was I can't like, count how many times you've slept during a, during, a, during a podcast episode. Oh, bro. Trust me. When we were, whenever we had those late nights, dog, like that. Hey, oh, Edward, the, what do you think? I'm over the, here quiet. You know what? You're saying all this stuff about me talking to myself, but literally near the end of every episode, it is me talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no lie. Like, I still remember, like, hey, Edward, uh, what do you think about this? And I'm over here like, 
Edward, are you are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm just resting. I mean, I was thinking about my answer, even though I was like probably freaking dreaming about something else. I'm telling oh, you, man. man being a dad, Edward's Edward's got a lot of thinking about because dad, uh, he he still has a kid for me as player of the week. So, so yeah, he'll, be, uh, he'll be doing a lot of I thinking. Still have to, a lot of thinking. A lot no of thinking. Pressure. So if you hear some, if you hear some some text clacking over here, don't, mind your business. You know, mind your business. <laughs> but yeah, all right, guys. So this is uh, this all the seasons, at least for the major, the Power Five leagues. Which maybe we should debate on whether or not one of these teams should, one of these leagues should continue being on the Power Five. But we'll be looking at all the leagues, see where all they finished, who won him, who's in the Champions League. Who's going into the other competition that no one gives a shit about, and who's going out of these uh, these leagues as well, as well as also Damn. noting the leader, the goal scoring leader, the assist leader, and for Kelsey, who is a former goalkeeper, the clean sheet leader. You know, gotta give love to goalkeepers. Goalkeepers are. People I appreciated too. that on the on the, on the timeline on, on on the graphics. That was uh, fantastic to see that you you actually put the clean sheet leaders for every. Proud. I had a proud. It was a proud proud team moment. But yeah, also we're going to preview the 2023 Champions League final. It is a final that I'm sure we're all excited to see. And I'm sure that we're not going to be very heavily on one side of this of this final. And we're going to root evenly. We're not. <laughs> uh, 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 sorry. It's a frog in my throat. Man City. <laughs> what was that? We're, we're, we're not. We're, we're totally not rooting against Man City. Is that what we said? <laughs> totally not. Uh, uh, that's, a, that's exactly what I heard. Go, uh, go Richmond. I, Announce our players of the week. Hopefully, Edward figured it out by by the time we get to that point. Um, tell you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. And new segment we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be rotating segments now on uh, here on Instagram Name FC. So our closing segment for this episode will be a five aside draft, which would the co- which we'll get to the uh, explain the rules there. And the 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 topic would be video game characters because I just watched the Super Mario movie and uh, now I can't stop thinking about video games. So. Yeah. Oh, welcome also, to my everyday life. Is... <laughs> no, no, no. So, also, I just want to make a little quick announcement. My son Iker beat Mario Odyssey by himself. Hey. So, doing so better like than five I years old. Five years well, old. Uh, so, Kelsey, mistaken, just so you, think just so you have a reference here, Edward from uh, his fourth grade teacher, which also was also oh, my brother's fourth grade teacher. Um. She she awarded him with the Mr. Nintendo Award, and he's been fully been gaslit from that ever since. Um, so, I mean, to be fair though, one the way me and Edward became friends was through Super Mario. So that's okay. Most of us become friends through sport or through video games. That's how DJ and I really became close friends was playing Madden together. I mean, we've we've and, we've said the story before, like how we became best friends. It's literally. He okay, so basically Hector didn't even like me to begin with. Yes, he just couldn't beat a level. He couldn't just he couldn't be a level. And then he was passing on the controller to all these other kids. And then he was like, Man, nobody can beat this level. And then I was like, I think I can. He's like, Oh yeah? He's like, Let me see. And then I beat that one and that one. And he's like, You know what? You're my best friend. I was like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, th- he kind of gave you like the quick notes to it. But so my parents, when my parents moved into the neighborhood, um, they decided to throw like a, a, a home, home warming party. He invited, they invited his parents over. 
And I don't know. I thought everyone was just weird. And so I was just like, oh, you know, fuck this guy. And so, you made me stand in the hallway. Yeah, I didn't even let him in my room. <laughs> yeah, he, wow. he, he dude was an asshole. Wow. He, he, I was about to walk in the room because his dad was like, hey, go in there with the other kids. And I'm over here walking because his dad told me to do so. I'm also four year years old, old, okay? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. As, but still, wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, exactly. It was, I was like, man. I was like, you know what? I was like, okay. I was like, he was like, no. You stay out here. And I was like, okay. And I just kind of stood there standing in the, by the doorway. And then his dad was like, hey. He's like, why are you outside? And I was like, I just kind of stayed quiet. He's like, go inside. Go sit there. And then so he kind of forced me to go in there. And that's when <laughs> that's when he was like passing on the controller to everybody else. And yeah, that, that shit was like, I'm telling you, little asshole. Little freaking asshole. <laughs> and I haven't that's changed okay. since. He is no, no. You have you're a bigger asshole now. (laughs) Now he's a lovable asshole. (laughs) He has his moments. Just, just ask my academy players. No. (laughs) Oh god. I'll ask Hector Herrera. How about that? Oh. Oh well, he's gonna tell you I'm a great guy because I give him coffee. Exactly. That's and and at the end of the day, all you need is one really famous person to think that you're a great person. And who cares what everybody else thinks? So exactly. Hector's got us beat. Exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so we 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 have a big show ahead of us, and uh, so we'll we'll go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get started with our recaps of League Un. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports. Seat Geek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. And we're back. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure we could edit that. I love it. I love it. You better No, you better fucking leave that shit. Man. Leave that shit. Leave I don't know what shit. you guys are talking about. The voice never said anything. <laughs> therefore, it was not captured. <laughs> All right. So this 2022-23 season recaps is brought to you by Canadips. What are Canadips? It is a great tasting superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. All flavor, no tobacco, no nicotine pouches that are spit-free. It comes in five core flavors, winter green, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. Crafted and manufactured in Humboldt County, California, the heart of the cannabis industry. So why does this matter to you? I can tell you from personal experience as a person that used to dip, it's a disgusting habit. It Honestly, it's just overall just spitting out brown shit just doesn't look look good on, on you at all, at all. And also, it's just very addicting. and if it's your first time, you're more likely going to puke. And even even if you accidentally swallow some of the dip spit. So it's just disgusting overall. But what is the secret to Canadips? Well, they use 100% American-grown hemp combined with just amazing technology. So it absorbs rapidly. And it also have been able to develop a way to deliver CBD through the mouth that no one else has. So you can actually enjoy it. So where can you get this stuff? Go to CanadipsCBD.com. It is open 24-7. And when you use the code BELLYUP20, you'll save yourself 20% off your purchase. So once again, CanadipCBD.com and use the code BELLYUP20 to save yourself 20% off your purchase. All right, League Un. And this is actually the league I got to say. 
should this be a power five league? Uh, yes. As long mm-hmm. as there's yep. still Americans playing in that league, then yeah. <laughs> okay, because I, I, I don't I mean, need any more Norway players. Any okay? Like I need I need some Power Five players somewhere. The only reason why I say that is just because also like, what will be another league? I mean the Portuguese league, but I I think League One still still belongs there. It's just I don't know, man. And sometimes it's like, dude, should we really recognize this league? <laughs> I I feel like if if PSG just went off and did its own thing, that'd be okay too. Like, give everybody else a chance. Although, I, I say that knowing full well, look at what Lil did last year. That is true. But, all right. So, we're going to always start things off with the champions because, I mean, it, let's get them out of the way. So, the champions for League on this season is PSG, which is their 11th time winning League on. Shocking as that may sound because, well, you got to remember, this team just barely recently <laughs> got some money. So that's kind of why they've now become a powerhouse now. But yeah, Paris Saint-Germain, champions once again. Who's shocked by that? Uh, when you have a team with a Messi on it, and an Mbappe, and a Neymar, and a Ramos, and a Marquinhos, and I'm literally just continue, continue on for days with famous names, you should win a lot. More than, they win, more than they're winning. Actually, that's, I think that's the thing. More than just legal Lagoon, I think they like they're most disappointing. They they must be might be the most disappointing of the Power Five winners, just because they're just maybe they're so dominant in Lagoon they don't really get the uh, training, the, the tune up for everything else. But like, no, they should be I, so good, and they're uh, not. I mean, I, I've said this time and time again: P- PSG will never win the Champions League unless there's another team that I'm not even saying for two, just like one more team to be like a a co- equivalent, like almost an equal. To them, where I like, you know, the saying "iron sharpens iron." So yeah. if like PSG could just like not like ease through league on, like if this league was actually competitive, I would say that it would, you know, it would be definitely great. But it's kind of it's kind of funny to think that PSG dominates in a farmers league, and let's be honest, that's what it it really is. But can then, I, can, I, can I can I can I say something though? Can I say something? Sure. So I I do agree with Kelsey. Uh, if, if anything, yes. I feel like they are the disappointment of the of the uh, power league, but I honestly feel that if they had Keylor Navas, I feel like they would win the Champions League with the team that they have now. And if they had Keylor Navas in the six, in between the sticks, I mean, I mean, you're just trying to suck up to me because you know you know how much I love. No, Keylor no, no, Navas. no. I'm dead <laughs> ass, dude, bro. When they were playing. In the Champions League, a lot of that shit, a lot of the mistakes did happen because Donnarumma did some weird bullshit. And usually, if if the defender makes a, a mistake, usually the goalkeeper is there to fix it. And then he'll go ahead and yell at him and everything. But Donnarumma just, I don't know, man. I think he's just too inexperienced. Like, he's a little bit too overrated. I would have, I would have honestly loved. You know what? You're, I'm not, Navas. you're not, I'm not against that. Th- I'm, what you're saying, yeah. I, Donnarumma is definitely starting to look more and more like a bus and being more overrated. I mean, AC Milan literally won their league the year after he left. So, and then then to, to be fair to mention also, they made it to the Champions League semifinals without him. Uh, Also, Italy did better without him in the sticks to try to qualify than they did with him in the sticks to try to qualify. Fun fact. So it's like, they didn't qualify, but they almost did. Yeah. Okay. So here's 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 my thing. Here's my comparison. 
he is to PSG like Kepa is to Chelsea. Eh. Donnarumma actually I, had success first and then fell off, so maybe closer to... I don't hate the idea of going sticking with a Chelsea old like a Chelsea goalkeeper, but I don't know if I don't know if it's Kepa's the one. I, don't I, know I think I think Kepa there. Kepa has Kepa's been a little bit of a surprise, but uh, I'm, I mean Chelsea Chelsea we'll, we'll get to Chelsea when we when we get to, yeah, that's, to well, the English we'll, Premier League, but, but on the yeah, can't wait yeah can't that, wait for that, conversation. that was just that was just insane, but yeah I mean PSG. As expected, winners of league on and for their 11th time. Um, teams that will be joining PSG for Champions League will be in second place, RC Lens, which I was Surprise. shocked by this. I just did not. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch league on, guys. I, do, I just don't. Um, but, yeah, so RC Lens, second place. And in third place, Olympic Marcio, which, I mean, is a name that we're more, we're more familiar with when it comes to league on. But I think RC Lens... And I think we'll 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 find out as to why this team was in uh, got the Champions League spot, especially when we talk about uh leader leaders in specific categories. But I think this is a uh, just. I mean, it's cool. We're gonna see another team in Champions League. Does that mean something? I don't know. We don't know if they're gonna do well in their group stages or make a deep run. I mean, it's really hard for French teams. But I mean, still, it's really cool to see a different team going into Champions League. Yeah, because, I mean, usually, what, it's like Lyon or Olympique Marseille, um, PSG, of course. So, seeing like... More recently, Lil. Lil. Lil, Lil, Lil. So, I mean... Uh, Nantes was there for a while. Mm -hmm. FC Nantes. Um, But that hasn't been since the mid-2000s, or mid-2010s, so... Yeah, that was the the Alejandro Bedoya era. Yep. The only reason I followed him. (laughs) But yeah, going, considering on the Europa League spot will be in fourth place, Stade Rennes, who I would have thought would have been in a Champions League spot, especially how they looked very good last season. Um, but I I don't know if RC, if this is like a one-time thing for RC Lens or or what, but Stade Rennes is definitely one of those teams that you're seeing gradually get better in in, in Liga as well. It's probably it probably is a one thing. I I don't want to point on that. Like it probably is a one-time thing for Lens. But I will say it's it's not going to be a long like that just seems to be the the way with French Ligue right now like it's just second place is around you know round robin between like six teams every year and then you know it just rotates but like you'll see you know Rennes you know you'll see Lille you'll see uh, Olympic Marseille you'll see Lyon up there occasionally um, I imagine we'll we might talk about Rhyme potentially being up there. Uh, as one of those six teams next year, potentially vying for a spot. Obviously, they had one of the top leaders in goal scoring and a new American as well, um, leading the way. But uh, yeah, also, I don't know. We, we, I mean, we're we're not going to talk about rhyme uh, uh, here, but like, can we just just once again point out how awesome their story was? The fact that they were willing to take a fine every time their coach <laughs> took the field because he wasn't licensed. Oh, absolutely! It's because he got it. Like, not just that; it gives every single person who has played football manager before an absolute hope in 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 in, in whatever deity that is out there that there's a chance that they could one day become a manager of a professional team, and not just that, but a league professional team, like a high quality top power five level professional team. Like that is amazing to me. 
Yeah, that that to me was just awesome. That 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 I I think that was also one of the reasons why I watched League Gun was just just to continue following the fact that you know that, that Reams continued with this coach who wasn't licensed by UEFA and just continue to take like I mean I'm not saying this club definitely is not unlike they're obviously a wealthy club but I mean not at the level of PSG so if, for yeah. them to be willing to take such a huge fine every single week for having an unlicensed coach. I think that was just that was just remarkable. That that was and they were winning. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't didn't get relegated. So yeah. spoiler alert. But yeah. And then uh in the Europa Conference League spot, sitting in fifth place, Lil. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. It, it's crazy to think that this team won league on two years ago and then their coach leaves. Actually goes to the Stade Rennes, and then he leaves Stade Rennes to go coach PSG. So it was definitely one of the more interesting things that happened in Ligue 1 that I saw. But this season for me was just the fact that, like, just the hatred towards Lionel Messi. Oh, yeah. So sad. Uh, I've it, never seen a, a, such a great player booed off the field after leading his team in assists in the in, in the trophy celebration yeah, during playing. the trophy celebration to be booed off the field while everybody's taking their victory lap and to just boo him off the field is they obviously didn't like i don't know why that's a like why that's a situation because messi did what messi does which is be a playmaker he's not necessarily a goal scorer he's not ronaldo we all know this we've all talked yeah. about this for years he makes the best play well the best play is to give the ball to the fastest man who is a forward in the world and Kylian Mbappe, and just let him go. And then, by the way, we just have Neymar also sitting there. So, like, go have fun. Like, those know, are, those like, are the, the thing smartest is, plays. And and the thing is, I actually had this conversation with somebody at work today. They were like, "So, who's the better player right now?" They're like, "What's happening with Ronaldo? What's happening with Messi?" I was like, "Messi, he, I mean, he doesn't have the same speed he did like six, seven years ago." I was like, "He's, he's looking for fast, whoever though. he can pass." He's been quick, but the thing is, he at least. Looks for the the pass to. Uh, and he just Spanish. knows where he needs to be. I think that's yeah, what it no, is with Messi. No, the thing is, he does el pase al hueco. He knows who's gonna be there, so he'll mm-hmm. go ahead and do like the ball chip through. Uh, he passes it right through with the defense to where Mbappe is gonna be. Same thing he did for Argentina in the World Cup with Enzo Fernandez and Julian Alvarez, Di Maria. Like he he was looking for those players and. Ronaldo is like, oh, I think I can still do my dribbling and run and do the, everything I could do, like fucking when I was a man. You and sadly, he can't. So it's well, he like still can. he, I, he I, just I, forgot his shoot, shooting boots somewhere. I, I in, mean, uh, in, on the trip to Saudi Arabia. I mean, there's that definitely that frustration about what they were, what they thought they were gonna get from Messi. Uh, but I mean, the other thing is obviously the whole him talking to teams from Saudi Arabia, you know, the possible move to Saudi Arabia, which I mean, obviously shocking. He was he's gonna he was gonna plan on leaving PSG. No one saw that coming. Um, yeah, right. But uh, and I mean, I think that was also the reason why they booed him. But I think obviously the the French media has definitely has showed no mercy towards him since that Saudi Arabia meeting. And then also to point out that he chose to go to a Coldplay concert over the League on Awards ceremony, which is to uh, me just hilarious in, in all of all that. I mean, wouldn't you, Hector? Just saying. 
I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, it, it it's interesting that I think that there. Uh, I think Pep Guardiola likes likes playing Coldplay. I think that was like the there's a backstory to it that like I yeah think, that's a, that's a, that's that was a song he he began training with at, at Barcelona. Yeah, Viva uh, La Vida yeah. was like the thing that they yeah. were playing at Barcelona. So like, I mean, clearly Pep influenced Messi and in like wanting to learn more about Coldplay, and now he's he's a big Coldplay fan. Uh, right. You know. Yeah, I, I constantly get trolled by insert name of C's Twitter with Coldplay. So I mean, full circle well, moment here. But I mean, you deserve it though. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the difference here. Uh, but no, it is actually like you know, I, I think the French media. We talk about like American markets, American media markets. It, you know, they talk about how ruthless, let's say New York or Boston is to their it, the French media is that times a thousand. It's absolutely insane. They don't just honestly. They don't. I don't think they deserve foreign superstars to play in PSG. I don't think they deserve them in the French league. And I maybe I'm blasphemous for saying that, but like they disrespect so many great superstars that come through there that just want to do things that are for great for the team. And it's not their fault that the team owners allow them to do these things because the only thing Messi had to apologize for was the Qatar trip, and that was because yeah. Qatar Airways, one of their number one sponsors, by the way. Said, "Hey, we want to show we want to showcase Qatar to you. Go do this." Like that's why he had to apologize for it was because the sponsor said to do it, and he wasn't even going to be playing, so it didn't even matter. Like this is a thing that to me, this is the difference between PSG and Barcelona. Barcelona, they they know where you are at all times. They like they're successful because of that. Like there's a strict, obviously, you know, you got to do this, be there, be here, be there, and you can't do certain things during the season at PSG. We all know we've seen every superstar in the world go there, and they just they're you know photographed photographed at, at parties at all times of nights. They're photographed at events all over the world at any time of year. Like they don't have those restrictions, and that's not the players' fault. So the for the French media to go and put these guys on blast like that—that's not how it should be done. Where like if this was Italy and this was happening, it wouldn't be the players that get put on blast. It would be first the ownership group, the management, those type of people that take the first brunt followed by the player afterwards. And that's how it should go. Because if you're not going to put these players on restrictions, you're talking about 20 to 30-year-olds, 35-year-olds, or you know, almost 40-year-olds, and they have all the money in the world. And they're in one of the, the hottest cities in the, in, in the world. And they're within a two-hour plane ride of all the rest of the hotbeds in Europe. Like, why would you not experience that if you were a PSG player? I don't think. If they were giving me free reign, absolutely bye. Like, we're not yeah. playing this weekend. All right, guys, I'm gonna be in Barcelona. Bye, or I'm gonna be in, I don't know, insert this place here. Like, whatever. I just, I don't get it, man. Uh, it shocks me that they're so strict about this. Like, the French media is just so blown out of proportion. Exactly. Um, but continue, continuing on with league on going into that rele- go, getting relegated into league two at 17 place. You got Auxerre. In 18th place, Ahasio, 19th place, Troyes, and 20th place, Angers, which I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce it. But yeah. those are the teams that are getting bumped down. So, uh, I mean, I don't think that there's anything that's a, like that shocks me from this group. They are teams that usually get run over a lot. Ahasio, I mean, ironically, <laughs> I think recently just got got promoted this season yeah. into Liga, and now they're going back down, which has kind of been their ta- their tail as of recently. Um, but yeah, they're getting set down. So it'll be cool to see the four new additions to League Un uh for next season. And the goal leader, 
for league on this season with 29 goals is none other than Kylian Mbappe from PSG. Gee, who saw that coming? And supplying him with 16 of, of probably his goals was this season assist <laughs> Lionel Messi of PSG, who probably got booed every single time. I'm still yes. saying, man. People are just hating. And now the, the the explanation as to RC Lens' successful season with the clean sheet leader being with 15 clean sheets, Bryce Samba of RC Lens. Do you think he might get picked up by one of the bigger teams? It is a farmers yes. league, so probably. <laughs> yes, 100%. Just go ahead and sign it, book it, get him on his way to uh, another. I'm, I'm sure Todd Bowley is is at at his work right now trying to. <laughs> Like, so, I don't know so, what it is about the French League, but you have one good year, and you're not for a, a team like Lille, who has money to keep you. Like, goodbye. I mean, so, so like, shoot, here, Kelsey, I, I think the rumor is Timothy you... Way is going to Marseille. So yeah. So so who would you want? Uh, what you call it, Samba, to go to? Who would you Who would you want to go to? I mean, I don't think it's necessarily who I want him to go to. It's probably who he's going to go to would be somebody like Lyon or Marseille or I'd even say Monaco even has the money to pull him. And, yeah, and, and I mean, they, I don't... You know, Monaco I, I, at the end as, of the day is still one of those teams as far that, as, that's hard to turn down. Yeah, I mean, as far as like maybe like a different country, I don't know if that's what you meant, like going to a different league. I think maybe yeah. he just moves up to a different, like maybe a, a higher level club in the league. Um. I, I like like kind of what Kelsey said, like maybe a Marcial, maybe maybe a Leon, but I don't know about them him going to Germany or Italy or anywhere else. Yeah, no. I mean, if he goes, here's the thing: if he goes to Italy, it's going to be to a squad like Fiorentina. Um, you know, um, maybe uh, I don't know. Roma might be a possibility uh, to be a backup. I, I don't think he goes anywhere other than a mid-tier team in Italy that he would be a backup at or a lower-tier team where he could start for in, in Serie A. But, like, I don't see him going to to, to La Liga. Uh, I guess he could to maybe, like, Celta Vigo and be a starter. But, I mean, even Celta Vigo has a pretty quality starter there. So I don't know if he's replacing him anytime soon. So I, I don't know. It's tough with the French League because, like, it really is they farm up first and then out. So, mm-hmm. like, they'll farm up to the big four – and then farm them out. Or Big Five now, if you include Lil with all the oil money they have now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's really how it works. Right. And it ends up working out. All right. All right, moving on to the Bundesliga. The champions for the 33rd time. Jeez. It, it, this one went down the wire, though. I will say, went down the wire. was actually, oh, don't actually a little bit more competitive started. than usual. But... First place, Bayern Munich, which is also their 11th time that they have won in a row the Bundesliga. I did say this, that, th- that this team was a little bit more beatable than they have been over years because Robert Lewandowski was gone. It was very clear that Robert Lewandowski's absence affected them, but also obviously the injury of Manuel Neuer uh, was also impactful for them. Um, Sadio Mane may or may have not lived up to the hype that they were hoping for. Um, I think Sadio Mane, I think, did a pretty decent job. The issue was that everyone was hoping that he would be able to replace Robert Lewandowski, hmm. which I don't think you're going to get mm-hmm. that from that same player. That they, They're two different players overall. 
Uh, but it, it it was a photo finish for Bayern Munich this time. I think that this is maybe a sign that if Bayern Munich isn't able to make a big splash signing next season, that we're going to see the Bundesliga probably be a little bit more like this in the next coming years. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, the thing is with me, it's like, bro, I was so pissed. Like, honestly, how Dortmund just basically just shat the fucking bed and just, jeez, oh, man. I was like, bro, I was like, y'all got this. Y'all got, man, dude. I was like, bro. I was like, I even said it. I even said it to my core. I was like, bro. I was like, Bayern literally will win if. Borussia ties or loses. I was like, so if they tie, Bayern wins, that's it. It's over. It's done. I was like, but I think Borussia has a good chance to win. Man, when I'm looking at the first half, oh yeah, they're losing. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, the fuck is the fuck is this? I was like, what am I watching? I was like, am I watching fucking tennis? The fuck is going on? I was like, I don't understand. I was like, how the fuck did they fuck up that royally bad? And then trying to come back to it, oh of course. They can't fucking do it. They choked at the last fucking second. Yeah, it was so kind of. Sorry, I guess, mentioned so it. Upset. I'm still but, like segways. I can't, couldn't tell Edward was was invested in that one at all. <laughs> oh. So go go. Actually, a perfect segue into our Champions League teams that are joining Bayern Munich. In second place, you have Borussia Dortmund. Um, so close to doing it. All they had to do was just handle their business, and it was literally going to be out of reach for Bayern Munich. But you know, things happen. <sighs> Maybe they should have played Giorena. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe Claudio Reyna should have this. Maybe have this conversation should again. Have, maybe Claudio Reyna uh, should have uh, done <laughs> done some more blackmailing. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Claudio, do better. <laughs> you, yeah. you blackmailed the wrong team. <laughs> Why are you gonna blackmail the guy that you actually were friends with, not the guy that you know isn't playing your son in his professional league? Right. Hey, <laughs> what were you man. thinking? Stupid Americans. Um, in third place, RB Leipzig, and in fourth place, Union Berlin, which I believe is the club that is being heavily rumored to get Sergino Dest because Barcelona does not want Sergino Dest at all. Oh man, dude! Even I'm, though they need him, even though they need so him. bad, so bad, I'm, do they need him? I'm so upset about that. To be honest with you, like, oh man, you. which which part? Which part of all that? That you? Because it seems like you're pretty upset about the top two, and then. Then maybe even a little bit of Dest here at the end of this. Well, the thing is, I like Sergino Dest. I feel like he fits in well with Barcelona, and he can learn more as he's going along. It's just I think they're expecting him to be like, all right, you've been here for a year. Oh, damn, you're you're injured. Your loan still didn't pan out. Okay, now we expect you to be fucking fucking Nani Alves in his prime. Like, the fuck, bro? Like, shit. Again, like, he's not invested at all in this. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not at which week. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I want to throw, I wanna throw, <sighs> throw this out there season, though. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, first of all, if Bayern needs to make the splash, obviously, I'm, I think they're going after Harry Kane. Um, oh, if they're yeah, going to if they're, if they're gonna get a, a goal scorer to kind of replace that Lewandowski type of production, there's only one, and he is literally Harry Kane. You just have to convince him to leave Tottenham. I don't know how you do that. How you get him to leave? Just England? remind him that he's in Tottenham. I don't know. <laughs> you think that, right? But Harry Kane is just I mean, that I'm dude that doesn't care sure. where he plays at. He's just like, I play in a toilet bowl because I play for a shit team. But you know what? I, don't I, worry because I scored 30 goals, and that's just going to be good enough. I don't care. At, at this point, Harry Kane's well, got Stockholm Syndrome. I don't. I, no one can tell me otherwise. 
It's possible. <laughs> but then also trying to replace Lewandowski with, uh, with Sadio Mane was literally like trying to replace Cristiano Ronaldo with Chicharito. It, it was never a good idea. <laughs> like, yeah. they are very similar style I, players. I, I where they're this one. <laughs> Like, they are fast. They run behind the line. But honest to God, they get a lot of lucky goals. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, the ball falls to them, and they just happen to bounce it off the keeper and goes right back to them. Like, oh, cool, I can score now. But, like, and that's just how they score. But like, that's that's really what I felt like. They were like, you're trying to replace a 50-year goal, a, a goal, or a 50-year, 50-year, or 50-goal a season. There we go. Oh, goal man. scorer in Lewandowski and through, all cha- and through all competitions. And you're trying to replace him with a guy who hasn't scored more than 20 goals total in a season. Playing for a Maybe. team who just won two legs of a treble. Two years ago, like, mm-hmm. and you're gonna tell me that 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 was the that was the key to get your answers, and you're not even gonna play the rest of your great players. Like Leroy Sané sat the bench in in favor of Sadio Mane. Like, how what that what, what world is that a smart move if you're Bayern? And you're now you're gonna wonder how you barely scrape by. Like, I mean, we we do we do know Oliver Kahn was was a uh, heavily he stepped down from from his position. Uh, he has CTE. He needs to go get checked out. So, I mean, the club has – there's definitely a lot of rumbling going on at Bayern Munich, so that can't be a good sign either. But Call hey, me. I played football manager. They stumbled or, stumbled away with still winning winning the league. But uh, continuing on with the Europa League spot in fifth place is SC Freiburg. Um, I'm starting to say this team a lot more often since we've done this podcast. It's, yeah. just, it's just been a team that's been getting better and better um, yeah, each they- year, it feels like. Considering they were always in a relegation battle, and now it's like, hey, we're here now. We're top top six. Next thing you know, they're going to be buying for your for for an actual Champions League spot before you know it. Yeah. Um, and then the Europa Conference League spot in sixth place is Bayern Leverkusen. So, those are the the European level spots oh, right how now. The, how the mighty have fallen in Leverkusen. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it gets even worse here in the relegation. In 16th place, which I believe they did secure today that they will be continuing on with, with the Bundesliga, is VFB Stuttgart. Um, they had that 16th place spot. Obviously, if you guys know, 16th place in uh, in the Bundesliga plays a playoff game against the third place team in the in the second league. And they just play to see who either who stays in the Bundesliga. So Stuttgart is staying uh very sure because I remember the first leg was was a three nil <laughs> victory for them. So I mean, you can't. By the way, can you, that be? Can that be all relegations? Like a relegation promotion systems? Like can every single relegation and promotion team play a little mini playoff versus each other? Like versus that matchup. So if you're the first best getting getting uh, getting moved up, then you have the opportunity to actually move up, but you have to beat the twentieth team from the the league you're moving into just to prove that you're like okay, I'm at least better than the worst team last season. I think that's a good rule. I honestly wouldn't be against that. Like, why not? Like, I get there's some leagues that probably you can't do that for financial purposes, but like, unfortunately, these two teams don't get that opportunity. In 17 plays, going back down is Schalke, which talk about talk about a fall off. And in 18 plays, Hertha Berlin. Oof, Oof. that's. That's two teams. If you go hark back to the '90s, we're competing for top four positions. I mean, you talk about you know Schalke. We talk about a former Champions League winners. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a oof. 
Now, granted, Germany has been in the, involved in the Champions League a lot longer than everybody else, but we don't count that. Yeah, I mean... And they grandfather I mean, those championships in. <laughs> no big deal. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised. I'm surprised about Schalke, but, I mean, shit, it was like, downhill. And what sucks is, like, Schalke is usually one of those teams that gives uh, Bayern and Borussia, like, a hard time, you know? Well, it's, yeah, uh, it used to be them. Now it's RB Leipzig. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! In Yeah. Speaking of in the goal leader is actually a tie between, uh, with sixteen goals apiece, Christopher and of RB Leipzig and Nicholas Holkrug of Werder Bremen. So, I hate that. I hate both of those guys on FIFA, but I love to play with both of them on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Like I hate playing against, like especially in Cuckoo. And Cuckoo has a has a card from the World Cup that is the dumbest card I've ever played against. He and, he has to be leaving Leipzig. Oh man! If a French think, midfielder, attacking going... midfielder like him could ease, like with all his speed and the talent, mm, throw money at that guy. Yeah. EPO. Maybe, Maybe La Liga. I Maybe. see La Liga in his future. Yeah. Um, the assist leader with 12 assists, Rafael Guerrero of Borussia Dortmund. Also throw money at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the clean sheet leader, which maybe is also an explanation as to why we've been mentioning Freiburg a lot more recently. With 13 clean sheets, Mark Flecken of AC Freiburg. Talking about Germany's number two right there. Yeah. Germany's number two? You mean Terstegi? Nah. Terstegen, well, okay, fair enough. I'm counting Manuel Neuer being injured, so Terstegen and then... That's fair. Manuel Neuer to, never remember stays when I used to think Leno was going to be the, was the clear number three? Well, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> does that hurt at all? I have his jersey. That's like the worst part of it all is I have his jersey. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never forget. I, I literally know. can't. It's in my closet. <laughs> it's okay. I'll never forget the day I bought an Andy Carroll jersey. Oh, I regret damn. that one. Dang, we could probably do a list of worst jerseys that we there have. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. How about that comparison? It's like getting rid of Nino Torres and then you ended up picking Andy Carroll. Well, to be mm-hmm. fair, he also got Luis Suarez. So, so. That's yeah. true. No, that's, and Daniel that's Sturridge. Good. Let's calm down there, sir. Let's not compare Andy <laughs> Carroll to anybody. Andy Carroll is his own monstrosity of a person. That is a drunkard. That does not know how to stay out of <laughs> out of the bottom of a box. It's crazy how each of our clubs have a have a meme, <laughs> have a meme player. Oh, uh, which one do you which one do you want? Do you want him? Do you want Charlie Adam? Do you want? Uh, oh God, um, Lord Bedner. Oh yeah. Oh, God. I can't forget Nicholas Bedner. No, but yeah, to be fair, Nicholas Bedner has has his moments. He showed up in big games. He just didn't care about the rest of the games ever. <laughs> what about what about? Ooh, no team has won when Nicholas Benner scores a goal. <laughs> this true. What about Shakiri? Yeah, a little bit. Shakiri. Hey, I, no, I, we don't, don't, we don't talk about mean. Alpine Messi like that. Alpine Messi was fantastic no. in his role. He, he's he's definitely the reason why Chicago is doing really well right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no, for Liverpool, I mean, he was never never supposed to be that dude for Liverpool. After, so. Wait, what's the meme? Uh, what's the meme about Shakiri? He's he's got one. I don't think there's one. I'm just saying. I was like, man. I was like, maybe Shakiri. Like, that I mean, even State, Stephen G, CBG has a has a meme for Liverpool at this point in time, and that's uh, just standing on the ball. The, the ultimate, the ultimate meme is Jack Grealish being invited to the cookout. Oh, oh God! 
All time picture. Never forget that picture. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Who was in that room that took the picture? Uh... That's all I, I want to know. The I want to know who who, ma- who who got the photo from that person. Like, who convinced them, I'm going to make a meme out of it. Don't worry, it'll be okay. It'll never get back to you. Like, it's obvious there's only so many people in this room who it could be. Like, oh, man. People Jack Grealish invites the cookout. <laughs> Continuing on, though, Siri, oh, man. The champions, which was the story of the season, even though it was like not even close. No one was close to this team, but it was just great to see them win it. And it is their third time, and that is in first place, Napoli. Just an amazing story. Great ensemble of players. Just everybody was on the same page this season. And yeah, like I mean, it was just it was great to finally see some uh, just a team that we don't see hardly ever lift the cup i mean we felt that me and ever felt the same way when lil won the champ the one league on like this is just to me was like the coolest season was just to see napoli able to maintain this lead like they had this lead from the by the end of the first half of the season and continued on with the second half and they didn't they never looked back so what a what an amazing year for napoli yes yep and we're a game <laughs> we're we're and we're a game away from no, no, they weren't. They were two games away from making it to the Champions League final. So, yeah. I mean, realistically, they're they're a red card away from really making the Champions League final. If they don't get that red card in the first leg to, to Milan, I think they actually make it. But yeah, tough when you play tough when you play an opponent like a third third and fourth time who's you already play in your league. Like it's tough to play them again for something like Champions League and try to beat them. Mm-hmm. But no, shout out, shout out Napoli. Always Napoli's that, that one team in, in Serie A. You don't, nobody really hates Napoli except for people who've been beaten by Napoli. So now it's everybody, but like everybody else, none of us really like ever have any issues with them. Yeah. And I mean, with, with everything with Napoli, obviously also, I mean, I feel like some people were like, yeah, they did it for Diego Maradona. I was like, how far away are we from here where we can we can still use that? Um, not trying to be a dick or anything like that, but I'm just like I don't know. If I'd we prefer could... if they didn't use that. That'd be great. Yeah. So it's, I know someone. Someone. Far, far I know away. someone tried. I know someone tried on social media, and I was just like, I mean, if it was the same year that it happened, I I would have been more more aligned with it. But I I, I don't think this counts. Um. But yeah. yeah. So. Which also, is funny. Completely they, forgot. They lost Irving. Insignia, by the way. They lose Insignia. He goes to the MLS. And I mean, well, whatever's going on in Toronto, don't worry about it. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. don't worry no, about I... anybody bashing any coaches or anything like that over there in Toronto. <laughs> oh, never, never. Not in the MLS. That would never happen. Yeah, you lose Insignia, <laughs> and this, this team ends up exceeding their expectations. Yeah. I mean, shout out Irving Lozano, who had a fantastic year. Uh, Giovanni Simeone as well. Um, but uh, more importantly, uh, a guy I'm sure we're about to talk about. And I'll just let, let that be the segue. All right. Going into the Champions League with Napoli in second place, Lazio, which, wow. Which is <laughs> wow. Like that's, and I mean, we'll, we'll definitely find out why they got there, but. Yeah, just wow by by Lazio. Very impressed by that one. Third so, place, Inter Milan, and in fourth place, AC Milan. 
Um, they're able to go into the Champions League. In the Europa League, in fifth place, you have Atalanta. And in sixth place, you have Roma, who unfortunately did not win the Europa League final, which was the first time that uh, Jose Mourinho has ever lost in a European final in his career. So, you know, but hey, he, he's he's gonna, he's got another try to win the Europa League. So we'll we'll see how he, how the special one does there. And then in the Europa Conference League spot in seventh place, Juventus, which honestly probably a very rough season with all the drama that's been going with their with their finance their financial scandal that they got hit with um actually was deducted 15 points then got the 15 points given back to them which then put them in a Champions League spot but then after redoing the investigation felt that whatever whatever they did wasn't 15 point deduction bad it was only a 10 point deduction bad but now they're in the Europa Conference League spot but I mean I do think but despite all the drama Juventus did have a pretty good year it's going to be really hard to try to maintain players, especially when you're talking about Europa Conference League. Um, but Juventus, I mean, I don't think it's like panic button time because I think obviously ten, if they were to get those 10 points back, they probably would have been in a Champions League spot. But uh, is there is there even – how close are we on the panic button for Juventus? I've been smashing uh, it all season. Pretty, pretty fucking – they, they – they need a life alert. Uh, also, also way. fun fact: uh, uh, Paulo Dybala was the was the reason why Juventus got sent got put in seventh place. Yeah, that's yeah, that's accurate. But no, I, I think I think at the end of the day, when you're like you're relying on, I'm just going to name off four players right now: a Paul Pogba, Angel Di Maria, Juan Cuadrado, and Lando Paredes. Uh, combined age, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 33 on average is where mm-hmm. they're sitting at. Uh, obviously, you do have a few younger guys in there, but like Wojak Chesney is 34, 35 as well. Alexandro getting older. Um, Locatelli getting older. You know, you do have Enzo. You have Rabio. You do have Chiesa. Um, but like, what are you going to do? Like, you have guys that are on loan. Uh, coming back to the team, will Weston McKinney still be a Juventus player at the end of this? I don't know. There's talks of them getting, you know, somebody like Christian Chris, uh, Pulisic. Yeah, and, like, does that happen? Like, I don't know, man. I, I just look at Juventus, and it feels like a discount version of the old lady that we have we saw back when they got completely reset down to Serie B and had to work their way up. Like, this is what this feels like, Not not a team that is – a what 17 18 time Serie A champion mm-hmm. like this is this doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the Juventus of of old and i don't mean that in like a good way like this this, this is bad yeah it's it's definitely a, a rough time for Juventus but before we go into the relegated teams i i got to say though this was this was a debate topic that i had like a lot like way way early years of insert name fc um, actually, early years, early episodes of Insert Name FC. I mean, this only this show is only like three years old, but um, <laughs> but it was a topic that you know, obviously, you're seeing clubs like Atalanta, you know, and Juventus. Juventus just being the dominant force for quite some time in in the Serie A, and then you had Atalanta coming up, you know, starting gaining some attention. Inter Milan comes back into the mix, wins wins the Serie A. And then AC Milan, they have their rejuvenation, and then they win the Serie A. 
Uh, and now you have a team like Napoli to to win it. Um, and, I, and, you know, I was talking about how the Serie A is on the verge of coming back and being a, you know, being competitive league and probably a league that could be looked at for, for European titles. And this season, I feel like was the season of Serie A, not necessarily like, I mean, trophy wise, but I mean, like you had in each of the finals for the European competitions, you have a, an Italian team in the final. And so it, they might not be fully back, but I mean, it's crazy to think that this was a, a, a take that I, I felt very strong about. And it's like, you're seeing the league being competitive again. It's not one-sided. You're having different champions. Um, there are scandals again. So it is kind of like old school Syria. Uh, yeah, so- <laughs> that, 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 yeah. Well, you also have AC going, you know, inter, not AC, but Inter, uh, what, three years ago, basically having to, to get rid of their m- big players because of their bankroll issues. Like, and then for them to come back, obviously now in the Champions League uh, finals here, but like looking good, um, it's it's kind of crazy. And by the way, I was wrong on Juventus. It's thirty six time Serie A champion. Doesn't look oh. like a thirty six time Serie A champion. Yeah, but, so I think I, I, I mean I don't know. That's just me. I think it's it's very close that Serie A is going to be back to to its time of old. Obviously, we need Juventus to be catching up with with the way the league has been improving, but. Edward, I mean, I mean, you gotta say it. This is a pretty good take that I was on. <laughs> I mean, you were right on the money, man. Y'all were right on the spot because uh, even I was like, bro, I called it too. I was like, as soon as Dybala leaves, it's gonna be rough for Juventus. Sure enough, they couldn't hold on. They've been they've been basically struggling this whole fucking time, and. They yeah. haven't, and then like, like, like I wanted Weston McKinney to stay. Like, I didn't want them, I didn't want him to go out alone. I want him to stay and actually be Juventus, like part of Juventus' future. But if they don't want him, I mean, shit, they're fucking shit up right now. And I don't know, they're scrambling. And now they have a whole, literally, a whole summer to look at players to see, hey, you know what? We need to get this guy. They need to study. They need to see who is like, who performed basically. And, um, if anything, if they have people from, you know, like their their academies, like they they have kids who are actually really good, who stand out, shit, bring them up. Fuck, give them a chance. Don't just rely on like the one old player to be like, hey, he can pull us out. Like, homeboy, yeah, the dude's I... old. He can't pull the fucking sleigh no more. He's he's done. He needs to rest. He needs to be come instead of being a cru- a crucial player. He needs to become like a rotational player. Because I mean, yeah, you gotta I, give I him young uh... a chance. I think I agree with Edward. I mean, the years of Juventus just getting Mandzukic to come in and, and help dominate the league. I mean, Mandzukic is a timeless wonder. That's I'm not. That's not me taking a, a stab at Mandzukic. But I mean, like Juventus did make moves that Edward has making is making a pretty good reference to, which is you know they can literally do whatever the hell they want. They can bring Donny Alves if they want to. Oh God! For no don't apparent don't, reason except for like don't. fuck it, we're, we're Juventus. We're gonna win this league. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hey, God. you want to come win an Italian title? Hey, come join us. Like, that's really what the Danny Alves situation was. But it's not that way right now, and, and we'll have to see what they do. But, yeah, I, I, you don't have a Pirlo sitting in that central midfield that you can just have playing 40, 50-yard long balls to bail you out of pain, and, you know, your fast striker can run onto it. Like, that's not the that's not the days of old anymore. Uh, so, yeah, they'll have to figure something out going forward. But it'll be interesting. I, I think it'll be interesting to see the evolution of Juventus again. Because that's what we're going into. We're going into another evolution of, of Juventus. And Damn, you know what I just 
You know what I just realized? Like, all scary. my teams. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. You know what I just realized? All my teams are going through an evolution. If you think about it, Barcelona, Manchester United, fucking. You can't Juventus. say that because Dortmund has what? always been going through an evolution. Okay. Dortmund literally <laughs> sells. They sell their good young players every single year if they're not named Marco Royce every single year. But you know, let, let him have it. Let him have it. This, it's a great spin zone. Great spin zone. It worked. <laughs> Everybody but Dortmund. I'll let you have everyone but Dortmund. Like, I'm sorry, I can't let you have that one. That one is literally a a, a, a swinging door. Like it just See, it's they let over. me down this season. Otherwise, they would have they would have been okay. No, is second ah. place. Welcome second place is like their Liverpool quota. Man. I mean, no, that's, like... that's, that's that's literally that's literally where they're supposed to supposedly supposed to be at. But I'm over here like, yay, they're gonna win the league. Never for, oh, never forget the, like... the clip of me laughing at everyone saying that Borussia Dortmund was gonna win the Bundesliga. <laughs> And then I freaking tripped and fell right next to the finish line, and then Hector just rolled on over. Goddamn it, fuck! But fuck going into sideways. getting relegated down to Serie B will be in 18th place, Hellas Verona. Eight, 19th place, Cremonense, which that hurts because I love I love their jerseys. Um, yeah. And the 20 and in the 20th spot will be Sampdoria, which oh no, so long to that badge. Um, I'm sure they'll be back next season. Yeah, um, the goal down. leaders for Serie A with 26 goals, Victor Osimhen from Napoli. Fantastic. He's going. He's leaving. Like he's just. Yeah. Also, you talk about a young Nigerian player. They come every like 12 years. Uh, as far as a great, a young great Nigerian striker, usually or you know attacking midfielder. Look at JJ Akocha. Now you have you know Osimhen. It's just a matter of where he lands. Can he land in the right spot and not end his career? too early yep. that's that's the hope not chelsea just don't go yeah. to chelsea <laughs> pretty much avoid the epl and you're doing pretty good kid yeah uh the assist leader with 10 assists oh my god uh <laughs> kavicha you, you need you need some help on this one <laughs> yeah go ahead <laughs> all right hang on i, I gotta pull up his name real fast <laughs> don't you need to do the she still seashells on the seashore uh, we might we, we, we might we might be there at this point in time Kavicha it is, Kavratskili. Yeah, Kavicha Kavatskarelli. Okay, that's Kavatskarelli. <laughs> Kava- yeah, I was about to say, wait, Kavats- Kavats- Kavatskarelli. Karelia. Okay, I, I don't Kavitsa see the Kavatskarelia. R, but okay. Oh, there, well, so the R is in the B. Yeah, Kavatskarelli. Oh, no, it's Kavatskarelli. Which I'm, I think Skelia. they call him, uh, what country is he from? Probably Hungary. I don't know, man. I don't but know, you, but had, you had it pulled up. You with, had it pulled up. <laughs> with with that name, he should be in Borussia Dortmund, Georgia. He's from Georgia. <laughs> All right, he's the oh, he's wow. the George, he's the Georgian Messi. I think that's what people call them. Um, which I'm sure that's gonna stick. Oh, Hold on, I'm just man. gonna go to his Wikipedia page to see what they gave him for a nickname. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Kavara for 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 short. Kavara. Kavara for short. <laughs> Yeah, almost sounds so. like Naruto's Kuramas. Hey, you stop that with the Naruto comparisons. <laughs> hey, all right, hey. and and the clean sheet leader, um, with twenty one clean sheets is Ivan Provedel, of Lazio, which explains as to why Lazio finished in second place. Fantastic. Um, explain, explain. Yeah. So amazing. Amazing run for for Syria. Obviously, we have to talk. You know, we're gonna have to say it about Syria. Because it did, ha- it was one of the things that happened at the end of the season, which is, of course, our legend, our goat. Don't argue it, Edward. Our goat, 
collectively at Insert Name FC, it's the most agreed upon person that we love. Zlatan Ibrahimovic has finally announced his retirement from the sport of football. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough seeing him and him explaining his, him, him telling the fans like you know like he did it for Milan and everything like that and he's gonna miss it and literally I was like Zlatan's not one to cry you know the Zlatan's lion, the lion cry. cried bro I was like oh I God. know I was like oh I was like this is too crazy. And but then, he damn. he did it in Zlatan fan, in in Zlatan uh, style because he still told Verona fans, "This is the biggest moment of your season, so shut up and enjoy this." While yeah, they're... that is just <laughs> also in his press conference. He was like, "Oh, it's raining outside," so even God is sad. So yeah. like, oh, he man. straight up did it in in what is the most Latin and Latin esque way. So. Yeah, yeah. I hate to hate I like, to see him go, but one of the one of the best players to have never won the Champions League, one of the most underrated players of his of his generation too. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Like hands down. Like uh, we were. I was actually watching some of his highlights, and I mean, like the thirty yard scissor kick, the taekwondo kick, uh, his first time at LA Galaxy when he was just there, and then he ended up fucking tying the game with a long shot. He was like, just. Was that's like, the, the best he summary of playing. his. Of his showing, he literally shows up at eight that morning for the game. That's at three, and then's like, "All right, I'm here. Let's see what I can do." She goes in the what seventieth minute and hits that yeah. wonder, wonder goal yeah. on his first touch. Yeah, what it? And then and then does a front page, front page on the newspaper. You're welcome. Yeah. No, still my favorite part of his time in L.A. is LeBron James sent him a jersey, welcoming him to L.A. He signed the jersey. and sent it back to lebron i i don't know a more g move than to take lebron's jersey sign it you're welcome and then send it back to him yeah that was the best part was just it was like the fact that you had two great egos like sultan and and lebron and clearly sultan was just like the the bigger ego but it was just yeah that was that was just chef's yeah that was just yeah that was just like Amazing. This is where, if, if anybody's watched the Blue Lock anime yet, the egoist, this is what they fight for, is to be the next Oh, Latin. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I've, seen, so, I've seen that. So you thank you so much, ass. Zlatan. Great memories. I wish I wish that I, I got to enjoy you and more teams that, you, that, that I supported. And I, I still wish, say I your wish. time at Barcelona was a joke. I, I refuse to acknowledge that t- in that time period. But what a year. What a career he had. What a fucking day. I still wish he had gone to Liverpool and not Man United, but I digress. All right. And La Liga. Fuck, I don't want to talk Oh, about here we go. Celta Vigo, ladies and gentlemen. Celta Vigo. How about them? Yeah. All right. All right. Champions in first place. Absolutely, Barcelona. For the 27th time. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't understand you. You were mumbling something. What's up? I heard him very clearly. I don't know what you're talking about. What you mean? Come on. In first place. Fuck FC Barcelona. <laughs> I like the way you said that. I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time without the 27 times? Movie? Fucking Barcelona fucking won the All I heard was cuss words. You couldn't give me I'm like sorry. one more terrible season. You couldn't just give you one more terrible season of you guys. Oh, no, All they did. They still gave you a terrible season. Yeah, it was, there was yeah, honestly, more, Robert, more terrible seasons the real across the board. The reason was just Real Madrid was just too old at this point. 
Real Madrid forgot to put actual strikers on the field at any point in time. Well, I mean, Kareem Benzema got hurt for a little bit, but uh, uh, like I said, they forgot to put any real strikers on the field at, at any point in time. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean okay, so asterisk asterisk of a trophy for Barcelona is is what I'm hearing. So what's the, uh, what? Asterisk, oh, yeah, no. you know, you guys oh, no. didn't really win. You didn't really play oh, Real no, Madrid. No, no. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. No, they really played Real Madrid this year. This is just Real Madrid yeah. before they got. This is harking back to like 2007, before they got Kaká and Ronaldo and. Ozil. But yeah, so, all right. FC Barcelona have won their 27th time. You know, Xavi wins his first time as a coach. Yeah, whatever. No surprise. I, I, I like I like the fact I like the fact that all the other teams, Hector was like, oh, congrats. Oh, like, amazing. I oh, I could have been worse. I mean, Tot- Tottenham could have won the league, but we know that didn't happen because I'm not giving away a jersey. So. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, once we get there, you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> Who's we? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what no, you mean ta- by we. No. no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like when we get to the EPO announcements, you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> Somebody shit the bed too. Uh, I'm not just like, uh, you know. um, if someone I'm exceeded sure expectations. Every single, I'm pretty sure every <laughs> single team except for one really, really lucky team failed expectations. If anything, this team that team that team did not bottle it. They just exceeded expectations of all levels. But... <laughs> They just happen right. to do a little bit better than average. I mean, yeah, Barcelona, they took advantage. Real Madrid was clearly old. That's literally the reason. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that. It's just Real Madrid. Wow. Damn. It's been something okay. I've been saying for, like, the longest that Real Madrid, I mean, as much as I love seeing Karim Benzema and Luka Modric and Tony Cruz. I mean, all know, I hear is excuses, but, you know, I mean, that's all I hear. Aren't you guys supposed to be broke? No. <laughs> I mean, no, they are. That, that's why they were played yeah, so bad this year. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That's, were, that's why were, if you watch their offense, it was like, all right, this ball's going out on the wing, and you're going to dribble, 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 and hopefully do something magical and Lewandowski scores. And if, if you don't if do they something magical. are able to give Lionel Messi a contract, I'm going to call it bullshit. There's, there's no, no way. It's, pre, it's a free there, transfer. There's no, way. There's, there, there's, no, there's no way that they're going to give him a contract. You already know that. They're it's probably, probably going to be like, well, you know what? No, they're probably going to be like, you know what? Like, Ladies and gentlemen. And I, didn't, I didn't compliment PSG, though. <laughs> you didn't? No, that's true. We actually avoided talking about PSG pretty much yeah, the entire I really did time not want to talk about, about PSG. PSG. <laughs> I mean, I, I complimented PSG by saying that I wish that Kegler Navas was playing there. Uh-huh. That's not a compliment. That's not really a compliment? I mean, that's more of a compliment to Kegler Navas. That's yeah. well, that's a slap yeah. in the face. Like, hey, you guys could have been better if you were smart. Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. if you were smart, you wouldn't have wasted all your money on Donnarumma. Uh, Barcelona exactly. could have been I mean, better if they were sense. smart too. You know what's funny though? Juventus what? almost um, we're also trying to get Donnarumma. <laughs> oh God, Barcelona was trying to get Donnarumma. To be fair though, he was uh, he was he would be an upgrade from Chesney. But all right, joining Barcelona in the Champions League in second place, Real Madrid. Third place, Atletico Madrid, and in fourth place, Real Sociedad. Nothing new, really. Yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I mean, the usual suspects. In the Europa League, in fifth place, you got Villarreal. And in sixth place, Real Betis. Okay. That sounds about right. And in yep. the Europa Conference League, a team that really annoys the fuck out of me, Osasuna. This one, I'd say, is more of a surprise. I think Osasuna up in seventh place is, is a little more surprising to me. 
I think Sevilla dropped off pretty bad, but I think it's because they dealt with a lot of injuries this season. Um, Celta Vigo. I mean, they did what they needed to do to stay stay in in, in La Liga. Hey, they, um, what they beat Barcelona one time, uh, beat Real Madrid one time, yeah, and beat Athletic. Uh, yeah, didn't they beat 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 Madrid once? Excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you beat three of the top four teams at least one time. You're doing. You're going to have enough points at the end of the season to do something. Yeah. Uh, Valencia somehow managed to stay 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 on top of the league. Though I still think Yunus Moose is probably going to be leaving Valencia. Yes. Um, especially he, especially he what happened <laughs> in, in in their game against Real Madrid um, after that debacle happened. Um, but getting relegated into into in the second in second division in 18th place, you got Real Valladolid, which is the team that I believe Ronaldo has ownership in. So they're getting. They're getting back, uh, bumped back down in 19th place. I'm sure Edward's very thrilled about this one. Espanol's getting bumped down to the second division. Yo, <laughs> that is. I guess that, somebody was expecting it. Like that is to Espanol to Edward is Getafe to me. It's just that team that's mm-hmm. in the same city as your club, as the club you support, and they just you don't know why, but they somehow win a game. Like I don't, they they just. And it's like a crucial game. Like you needed to win the league. You you were gonna win the league if you won that game. Like these oh, yeah. gets off in Espanol like notorious for doing that. By the way, do you know Ronaldo owns eighty two percent of oh, Valadolid? So he's, Valadolid? And he's, he's also their president as well. Wow. What? Yep. I know he rode a bike when they got promoted. He was gonna ride a bike for some reason he was gonna ride a bike. And I, I don't know what was the reason behind it, but he said if they got promoted, he was gonna ride a bike. Like I think like Tour de France style, like super long distance bike ride. Yeah, he rode it across uh Spain. Oh Oof. more flooded yeah. than me. Yeah, he rode him. <laughs> uh and then twentieth place, Elche. Well, that's no surprise. Yep. All right, so the goal leader for La Liga this season with twenty three goals is Robert Lewandowski. Back-to-back Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year Award winner, Robert Lewandowski yeah, yeah, yeah. of FC Barcelona. Yeah. This is just I mean, hey. this, this is going to be the stroke Edwards ego moment right here. Uh, the assist leader with 16 assists, Antoine Griezmann, a.k.a. Edwards Love Interest, from Atletico Madrid. Dude. Is he wrong? I mean, I, I mean you love fair? Griezmann. No, I love Griezmann. Don't get me wrong. I just I feel like Barcelona didn't use him right. Like they, really oh, he never amazing. fit. He never fit. Like he wasn't. He, you should have never tried to sign him. You know where he would have yeah. fit now? Barcelona this year. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now it'd have been really good. But hey, you know, fuck. Like they're they're <clears throat> no. <clears throat> well, the clean sheet leader, the clean sheet leader with twenty six clean sheets. Fuck. Uh, Mark Andre Terstegen of FC Barcelona. <laughs> it's like all my people, you know. Oh, wow, <laughs> it's just, it's, just, it's, like, it's like that's a uh, whole lot of Barcelona in one in in one stat category, like in one stat leaders. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you know what you know what it sounds like my FIFA stats. You know, like all my my all like most of my yeah, players I mean, are like in the top five and shit. And, when you play on when you play on freaking amateurs level and you're just like, all right, I'm gonna score ten goals a game, easy. You play on amateur? No, I've never played that low before in my life, but I just imagine that's what it's like. 
But yeah. I mean, so I kind of meant I kind of mentioned it when I was talking a little bit about Real Madrid. Obviously, the big the big thing is that Real Madrid is finally going to move on from from players. We already saw Marco Asensio saying his departure. Eden Hazard, thank God, is finally leaving. <laughs> um, Karim Benzema will be leaving. He's actually going to Saudi Arabia to get a two year four hundred million dollar contract. Which go get the bag, son. Yeah, like yeah. You deserve go it. enjoy he, your he, life as a number ten sitting there, and you don't have to run after anything. You know, Ronaldo, there's no Ronaldo to make you run extra fast, unless yeah. well, yeah, unless you sign for the same team. But even right. then, you just go make Ronaldo run extra fast. No, nah, they'll, uh, they'll probably fucking get rid of Ronaldo, and then just you know. No, I think he's going to a different team. Uh, I know. Oh, that's, per- oh, that's perfect. Ronaldo yeah, to get a battle each other. Which is crazy. He's gonna stay at Al Nassar after all that shit that's been going that, that went through. Um, oh my god! But yeah. N- uh, no, yeah, uh, Benzema will be playing for another team in the Saudi Arabian League. So, which I mean, yeah, Jesus Christ, there's a new retirement years, league. Four hundred million. Yeah, I mean, like, holy shit, bro! Literally, it's like you know what? This is the Chinese like, Super League all over again. This is the this is what they used to call the MLS. And then the Chinese oh, no. Super League. Yeah. Then it was the CSL, and now it's. Not no, Saudi, the well, Saudi Pro. It was the India Pro League, and then oh, yeah, I forgot about that the one. Chinese Super League. God, and then I this. forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about the Indian League for a second. But yeah, so no, it lasted I mean, all of so, two years. So to me, so to me, the Saudi Arabia right now, it's like if we all just decided to cash our four hundred one ks and be like, you know what, I'm just gonna go ahead and chill out and work like maybe in nine to five, nine to four, you know, just chill job sitting on my ass and maybe play for like 10 minutes and then later on be like all right i'm going home now but still getting paid you know what i mean that's how i see it nine that's to four they... like more like 11 to one okay there you go like that's more like a, like it's more like you just show up i'm here all right i'm here for game time i'm i'm out the rest of the day like see you guys later yeah but it's so like kind of continuing on though like i mean Obviously, Real Madrid is going to have to be going, and I, and I'm even though I'm just talking, this is obviously me talking about Real Madrid, but I mean, you can say the same thing for Atletico Madrid and and even for Barcelona. Like, this is now like this summer. Like, what do you do? You see the Serie A now kind of le- leveling them themselves up. English Premier League is still going to be the standard, no matter how people like to <laughs> to look at it. I mean, Bayern Munich is a little bit pissed off, so they're going to want to have a big summer as well. Uh, you got. Teams that have gotten embarrassed this season, like Juventus and 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 a little bit of Bayern Munich, they're going to want to level up. The competition is going to level up, and it's going to be on Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, and and Real Madrid to also step their game up. You know, Real Madrid literally just lost or have just lost their captain. Um, I'm assuming Luka Modric might be following following suit as well because I don't know if they're part of the plan, especially when you look at those young midfielders that Real Madrid has with Kamavinga. Uh, Federico Valverde and Tuchemi, and they're rumored to go after Jude Bellingham. They're rumored to go after Harry Kane. You still have Vinicius and Rodrigo in the wings. Maybe try to strengthen a little bit more in that back line. You still have you still have uh, Thibaut Courtois, one of the best goalkeepers in the world, horrible human being, but great goalkeeper nonetheless. might need to just do a few upgrades in certain positions. And I mean, Real Madrid is back to being a competitive team. And you can say the same thing with FC Barcelona. You know, what do they do from here? What do they add to le- elevate this team? You know, obviously 
your Jordi Alba is going to be leaving the club as well. You know, what what do they need to add on to this team so they continue to compete for Champions League spots? Well, for Champions League titles. Well, I'm going to give you a um, wild I'm going to give you a wild one for you. Before Edward takes before Edward takes his bias. I'm going to say two uh, Americans come into Barcelona and make them work. I'm going to say Brendan Aronson and I'm going to say Christian Pulisic. And I'm going to say you put them in that middle of that that midfield triangle and you let them work with Sergio Busquets and all the other squads there. They are well, they love to move. They well, that's fair. <laughs> but whoever you're going to put as that central defensive mid in that situation, they love to move, they love to chase, and they love to be interact with other players and they love to play ticky tack passes. That's what they're best at. You add those two and I'm just picking off the top of my head and because I've been looking at a lot of Americans lately where they're potentially going because obviously Leeds being relegated, it's a big deal for somebody like Brandon Aronson who could go somewhere and get paid a lot more money and not be on a team in the second division. So, you know, you have him, you have Pulisic obviously looking for a way out for Chelsea. I think those two guys there uh, would be an absolute pickup. And then, I, you know, you talk about Real Madrid, Jude Bellingham is going to look fantastic in their midfield coming up this next season because if, if, if Real Madrid really wants to, just be like, here's the Los Galacticos jersey with your number with your name and number on it. What's the amount of money you want? Welcome to Real Madrid. Like that's that's how easy those conversations will have to go. It doesn't matter because he is an Englishman who grew up watching the great the great Real Madrid teams, the great Beckhams, the great Roberto Carloses, all those guys for, for Real Madrid during the, t- the prime time, and and he's that. I mean, you offer him that 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 amount of money in that jersey because I just don't see him working at somewhere like Barcelona. But like, you know, you flip that on its head, Barcelona would look great with Pulisic and look great with Aronson. So, so I I have two players there. Like, I feel like Barca would be great picking up, but they would have to get rid of the dead weight, which you know, uh, Ferran Torres and. Maybe, even though, like, I haven't – he's not a flop. It's just I think he still needs more time. But, like, Ansu Fati, by using that money, pick up Phil Foden. Have him that's, right there. That's an interesting and, name just because of the fact that, like, he's kind of fallen off with, with Manchester City. No, exactly. I mean, shit, if anything, now he may be not worth 100 million euros. Like, if anything, now they may get him cheaper. If, if they're able to get the money, if they're able to sell Ferran. Because Ferran Torres, I'm pretty sure they can sell him for more than what they pay for just because he was in Barcelona and he did like a few things here and there. And I'm not saying, oh, he's worth a lot of money because he's so good. Um, trust me, Hector knows that I was upset because he, he was a big flop. Like to me, he was a big flop. Um, but I feel like with the money that they can get, Phil Foden, uh, it, and it's funny you mentioned uh, Christian Pulisic and Brandon Harrison. So, okay, in my FIFA career, I picked up Gio Reyna because he was a free agent. Like Dortmund didn't didn't uh, pick him up. So I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it, Barcelona, Gio Reyna. And I mean, he's a really good player. Um, I feel that if anything, Gavi's young. He's he's real young. But he might be actually a good candidate to play center defensive mid, like move him back, build him up, uh, have him strengthen himself up a lot. And then you got Pedri 
and then you got Phil Cotton, like in the mid, if anything, or if not, lose him in the left wing. Have Gio up front too, center attacking mids right there with Pedri and, and then Gio Reyna. I mean, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking of. I just I question whether Foden is a is a Barcelona player. Is a Xavi, but is a Xavi Barcelona player? If he gets, if he fell out with Pep, is he gonna have? If he's gonna have any chance of having success with Xavi, who is Pep's disciple? I mean, the man wants to leave, so I want. I know, but like, I just like I question. I question the Phil Foden to Barcelona one to Real Madrid. I could see it, or actually to really Atletico, I could see it, but I don't know about Barcelona. I mean, sorry, Edward. You know, you know, you know me. I dreamed that Tim Warner could have scored five goals in Champions League to catch up. You know what I'm talking about? Well, what a name drop! Now, in Conku, speaking of Red Bull or RB Leipzig, in Conku to, to Barcelona, maybe not Ooh. a bad idea. I mean, yeah, I mean Lewandowski's getting up there in age, so. Well, in Conku, yeah. will decide in the, the midfield. He's more of an attacking mid. Mm. Well. I mean, shoot. Any help. Basically, let's put it this way. Any help is welcome. <laughs> Any good help. Let's put it this yeah, way. Yeah, especially once a Jude Bellingham and Harry Kane-led Real Madrid comes into the mix. I don't think oh, Harry Kane ever uh, ends up in Spain, honestly. Uh, let me believe. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here popping Kelsey. dreams today. My bad. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like Kelsey, <laughs> dream killer. All right. Well, you know what? Let, this is a good time to start hurting Kelsey now. English Premier League. Yay. <laughs> oh, yay. It's okay. Right. I'm, at least I'm not a... Leicester fan. Or never. We'll definitely get to Leicester. <laughs> in the championship spot, obviously, champions once again in first place for the ninth time, which is crazy to say that now because it feels like it's they've won every year. Manchester City. Um, I miss them being in relegation I, battles. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I miss the pre-oil money era. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, so Manchester City wins it again. I don't think anybody was shocked by that. I think everybody saw that coming. Obviously, I mean, a little bit closer a race, but it was just obviously against the other team that they were going up against was the team that no one ex- saw coming because you know usually you would think for English Premier League, Manchester City and Liverpool are the ones that are battling it out. But it wasn't Liverpool this time because the teams that are in the Champions League this coming season is second place Arsenal, which all right. Did Arsenal ball it? Yes, they did. They no. had full control of everything. All they had to do was just win the other games, not name the Manchester City game, and they would have still been in front of Manchester City. They fell apart. I mean, injuries happened. William Saliba, who I would argue was probably the best center back in the Premier League this season, got hurt. Um, I know a lot of people want to say the Zinchenko injury was a, was was pretty bad, but I really don't think it was that impact. It was an impactful injury, but I thought that they could manage. Okay, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. You're talking about a you're talking about a guy who was a dynamic outside back slash outside mid winger. He could really play forward or back. That was more tempo based. Like, yeah, he could he could fly past anybody, but he kept the tempo going. When no matter what Arsenal wanted to do, they you know. You just right. keep it, keep it ticking. So continuing on. So yes, Arsenal did choke the championship. Did they though, or did they Arsenal the championship away? Yeah, tomato tomato. Anyways, um, maybe just one too many passes around the box. Probably. Um, whatever, whatever. But so what happened to me in my head though? 
is I feel that Arsenal exceeded expectations. Like, this team was expected to at least be fourth place. Fourth, fifth place flirting around there. Because, you know, obviously this is still a very young raw roster, roster that the team has. You know, Saka. Odegaard is their captain. I mean, just putting it into perspective. 25-year-old captain? 26-year-old yeah. captain? Uh, so, I mean, this team is still roughly new. I mean, Granit Xhaka and, and Thomas Party are still people in the club. Um, so there's, you know, this this team isn't really fully what was at least what they thought they, they could have been. A lot of people felt like with this roster, maybe a few years down the road could be a competitive team, but they just said, F, it will be competitive now. And I will say, I was very pleasantly surprised with how they finished. Would it have been nice to get some silverware out of this season? Yes, of course. I mean, that's that's not that's a no brainer. But I think, you know, add a few, you know, get rid of some some pieces, get add some new stronger pieces, and this team is is ready to compete for next season. So make Turner your starting goalkeeper. You're just an American. I'm on an American kick right now. I'm sorry, guys. I got. I was gonna say Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Ramsdale's a pretty good goalkeeper. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't really hate. It. There's nothing wrong with Aaron Ramsdale this season. I can't put anything any of that on him. It's tough to tough to tough to try to stop everything when you know you have thirty shots at you within the first half. Yeah, the the definitely Saliba was very well missed. Um, I will say that for sure. I think that he definitely helped a lot for Ramsdale. Um, so I I will say mid. yes, Arsenal did choke the championship, but I don't think this was going to be the championship they were going to win. I did compare Arsenal a lot to AC Milan, where it was a very young roster. Yeah, they were. Shocking everybody by the fir- by the end of the first half of the season with with the with a very commanding lead, um, but I felt that similar to what that first a- that that year AC Milan had, they bottled it in the- at the end, but then following the next season they won the whole thing. Not saying that I think Arsenal is going to win the whole thing next year, but I do think that they're once again very young. They're going to have their opportunities, and who knows, it could be next year. So and we don't know what's going to happen with De Bruyne. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. And the rest, and and Gundawa, and and all the rest of that Man City team. So which you never I'm, know. Which apparently Arsenal is trying to go after him. Not again. <laughs> they don't need him on their squad again. Like Jesus. one time was good enough. He was bad enough the first time around. Like you don't need it again. Jesus Christ! All right. In in third place, you have Manchester United. Kind of similar to uh, exceeding some expectations. You get rid of Ronaldo. Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's more just like. Maybe exceeding expectations, but then at the same time, like there was it's, so much hope around Man United fans that they could do more, and they didn't. Like they didn't even surpass Arsenal, who was gotta, in the middle of just like throwing away their season at one point in time. And Man United's like, "Hey, that looks fun. Let's join the party and let's just throw games <laughs> away." Like yeah, that's really it, what it felt like. It's like you have a chance to be second in the league here, potentially, you know, battle it out with your literal five mile away partner there in, in City, but. Instead, they were just like, ah, "I'm, I'm cool with being in third. Like, I'll yeah, I think uh, all the drama, and it's funny to think that this, that this is around the same time where Ronaldo did that interview with, with whatever the guy, the one that likes to jerk him off. Um, yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, dude was sucking up to him. He did. He did. It he was did. like, oh my god, like it was. You're my favorite player. <laughs> Authentic journalism? Nah, none of that. <laughs> definitely, definitely unbiased in any way. Hard hitting? Um, nah. Yeah, so some was hard though. Mm-hmm. Definitely about that. Probably, one. probably, probably Ronaldo. Well, well sculpted hair. 
that's what I'm talking about, guys. But yeah, I mean, you know, with the drama with what Cristiano Ronaldo brought, at least in the early part of the season, uh, the 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 urging of exiling Harry Maguire, um, you know, Ten Hag, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, hats off to him, man. I think he he really did really well in this first and for his first year with uh, Manchester United. They just need to figure out that center back situation. Like, who's your center back pairing going forward? You have yeah. four quality center backs there. Pick two, sell the other two, call it swell. Because they're not all going to see the field. And I'm sorry, you don't need a Baron as your third center back. Like, that doesn't need to be the case. Like, just pick two and, and, and figure it out. That's, that's my biggest issue with Man United. And obviously, get somebody to help. Bruno in the midfield because it, it can't just always be him in the central midfield. Like, cause he is just, he, there, there, there were games there where he was just drowning in the midfield. They were just, I mean, easily being outnumbered four to one at times. It's just, mm-hmm. it's insane to watch. But yeah. So we'll see how, how Manchester United does next season, but they're, they're in the Champions League. So that's important. Congratulations and, to them. And in that final fourth place spot, Newcastle United. Oh, the Toonies. Mm, the Toonies. Congratulations sure, to Miguel Amaron. I'm sure all that money did not help in any way. <laughs> no. What? No. Never. No. No, 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 no. Which, but Miguel I mean, Amaron is, is going to be in the Champions League, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking, just... speaking of, of a team expected to have a, a, a very busy summer, Newcastle United is one of those teams. Oh, yeah. So uh, Over or under on, on, I mean, on 10 players? In, in coming in to the squad, I'll take the over. Think you'll over. Th- you'll take the over. Mm. On a team that nah. finished fourth in the EPO, you're still gonna nah, take the over. No, no, no. I think maybe they'll sign maybe like four or five players. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be it'll be just under. I think it'll be. I think we'll see eight or nine. I don't know if you go the full ten for the first squad because that's that's literally out of your eighteen man first yeah, first that squad. Is, that's a that's a that's a that's a ten man turnover. Yeah. You're only oh. keeping three, you're only keeping eight starters at the minimum. That's, That's tough. That's true. Though I know Bruno Bruno um, no wait, wait is it Bruno yeah Bruno uh, uh Gimenez? yeah I I think he's rumored to be going elsewhere. I think Barcelona is one of the teams that was mentioned for him. Um, so I don't know if that it would happen. I mean Barcelona's technically broke, but no no Spotify, no, no. which oh my God, Hector, stop listening to this by through Spotify by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna listen to Spotify, <laughs> just so convenient. But it hurts knowing that I'm I'm helping Barcelona out with my with my, <laughs> my with my monthly fee. <laughs> How much is the monthly fee now? Five bucks. Yeah, I think six dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I just literally just had it on my. I just had it. I had the notification the other day, and I just said okay. Like it's it's small enough it doesn't bother you. It's like it's not something you worry about anymore. Spotify evil genius. Um I miss it being two ninety nine a month. Yeah. <laughs> in the uh Europa League, in fifth place you got Liverpool. Okay. Mm, sorry, what? So the, the seven year curse <laughs> of, of Jurgen Klopp is still a thing. I don't know, man. Oh. This is I don't blame. I can't honestly blame them. You look at this season. You just look at everything. You lose Sadio Mane. What do you replace him with? Nothing really. Uh, you get Cody Gakpo. Who, honestly, is he a real Liverpool fit? Not necessarily. Is 
Luis Diaz a real Liverpool fit at, at on an outside wing, not necessarily. Uh, Darwin, uh, he was great at the beginning of the season. Where was he? Yeah. Literally after after he got red carded, what what happened to Darwin? Like that's my big question uh, for the season. Like what happened to Darwin after he got the red card? Because it was just a kind of a shit show after that. Mo Salah with his continuously, I'm going to start cold, get hot get cold again, get hot again, and then get cold and get high and, and high in the season. I don't know. It's just so frustrating. Um, plus, yeah. I cannot wait for that midfield to get younger. Like, uh, that midfield needs to get younger, faster. Jordan Henderson. There, well, that's just it. Jordy's gone. Uh, now James Milner's gone. Um, Firmino's gone. Yeah, Firmino's gone. Firmino. You now have, also, also rumored to be going around Madrid. Yeah, now you also have... Uh, Oh, um, oh, oh, I cannot think of his name for the life of me. Um, come on, midfielder number eight, whose name is escaping me for the life of me from came over from RB Leipzig. Oh, oh, uh, um, Con- Conate, no, not Conate, but not it's Conate. <laughs> we're in the right spot here, guys. I just can't <laughs> oh, think of his God. name. Um, Oh man, that's just gonna bother me. Now nah, I call myself a Liverpool fan. Oh my god! How 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 is this name escaping us? Oh my god! Well, this it is, starts with an okay, N. Let me Google. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Hold it on. starts I'm with actually, an N. I'm, I'm doing that right now, actually. Too. This is great podcasting, by the way. Um, look, we're well. You know what? We're like most of that. We're starting off warm and then cold, and then we're cold. Nabi Keita, Keita, thank Nabi, you. Nabi Keita. There you go. God, that was so frustrating. It was horrible. Yeah, this Navi Keita, he is, he's, he's leaving again. And you call us soccer fans. Ugh, what am I doing? But yeah, no, anyways, Liverpool needs to get younger, faster in midfield because that, that old midfield was not doing them any good. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah. it was abysmal. I, it was honestly, it was like watching Real Madrid's, but much slower and much older and much more <laughs> frustrating. It was, it was bad. So yeah, we'll see the the next. The, we'll see what the uh, the normal one has in store for for next season because I think it's going to be something special. So uh, in uh, joining joining Liverpool in the Europa League in sixth place, you have Brighton, who has become a shout giant pain Brighton. in my ass. So <laughs> exactly, that's why I said shout out Brighton. Jesus who would have thought Christ. Brighton and Hove? That's the team that becomes a pain in the butt for the the big four this year. Yeah, a team on the beach. Ultimate revenge match though against uh, Chelsea. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, Europa Conference League, the team that's in going in there in seventh place is Aston Villa. So I'm sure Emmy Martinez will be hoping to thrust onto that uh, Europa Conference League trophy. Oh, no comment. <laughs> All time moment. I'm staying quiet on that one. I'm staying quiet. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you guys canceled like, on that one. All right. Getting relegated into the championship. I know that's very confusing to some people. Um, in 18th place, you got Leicester City. Chelsea. Oh, still should be Chelsea. <laughs> they wear the same colors. Um, I'm right, exactly. No, but yeah, Leicester City getting getting relegated kind of surprising. No, but like still kind of surprising. I'm surprised that Everton is not on this list. <laughs> You said the words, not me. Let's just, <laughs> let's just be very clear about that. Liverpool fan did not say that out loud. Um, yeah, and, I mean, no, go ahead. I was going to say, Everton was... I'm going to do it like what Joe Tibriani said. I was like, Everton was abysmal. Yep. 
that's being nice. In uh in nineteenth place, Leeds United. So major Leeds soccer is no more. Which I mean, we've we've kind of been talking about this already a little bit throughout this this time. Um, yeah, uh, Brendan Harrison does have a relegation clause in his contract, so smart on him. So so uh, he'll be gone. West McKinney will be gone. I just hate the fact that they just blame the Americans. Like, yeah, that was frustrating. It's like, oh uh, no, uh, do you not have Bamford? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, yeah, that's what I say. Bamford, who forgot to score the last half out of the season, it really feels like. Yeah, it's like, so, hey, they're gonna put you in front of goal. Go put it in the back of the onion bag. Wait, what? What do I do? How do I do this? Yeah, I mean that was that, and then obviously there, you know, the whole um, Jesse Marsh. Mm. Not the best. It didn't really work out though. With what he was given, he was given such a specialty team. No, yeah, I think I think it was going to be a hard task for him in general. Um, it's not his stock is definitely has plummeted since going to RB Leipzig uh, because yeah. it's just not has has not looked great for him since. But I know he's still the front runner for the U.S. men's job, or at least that's what everyone's saying. Honestly, uh, it can't be any worse than he just did at Leeds. So, yeah, mostly because uh, he can at least mold the team into what he wants. Exactly, it's not going to be murder ball twenty four seven. Yep. And uh, and that twentieth spot, South Apton, which I just want to point out that the guy that uh, the that the U.S. men's national team hired to become the sporting director uh, comes from Southampton. So, to well, okay, hold on. To be fair, he comes from a different Southampton, though. The Southampton that is the the teams that gave up Sadio Mane, that gave up Virgil van Dijk, that gave up. Oh God, who was uh, Adam Lallana? Yeah. No, so, I, I definitely agree with you on that, but I, I just want to point that out. <laughs> I just had to, I had to be very clear and say that like his Southampton was a much better Southampton than, I mean, I guess technically this is still his Southampton, but that doesn't, um, but yeah, it's not the real Southampton. Yeah, they're going down into the championship, um, which I mean, I'm excited for next season because uh, you're going to have Town joining the Premier League next year. Just that's a cool story in general. Um, Burnley you have somebody's first house sitting in the middle of the the uh, the, the the park, basically. In Luton. what a sight! What a sight that will be. Uh, but yeah, obviously Burnley, who ha- now has JJ Watt as part of their ownership group, uh, who super is, weird, super weird combination. <laughs> I would have never put together. Yeah. So, oh, so lots to be excited about for the English Premier League next season. Um, the goal leader for this season. And it's funny how all the the pundits for the English Premier League said it it was so disrespectful at the idea that this player could come in right away and be impactful. Mind you, he's playing for Manchester City, the team that already dominates this league. Um, but thought that everyone was crazy to think that this guy could easily dominate anything that comes in front of him. And, and obviously, with 36 goals, a record-breaking 36 goals, Erling Haaland of Manchester City. Yeah. If you thought that beat. Erling Haaland wasn't going to be scoring goals, you are, you are yeah. fucking stupid. I don't care. The, the, I mean, what the, they think, what they think he was doing during the World Cup? Just sleeping? Like, that dude was in the gym getting stronger, getting ready for this, the second half of March down to the, 
to the trophy. And he's like, I'm not going to get pushed off the ball ever again after the first two weeks of the EBL season. Like he was like, I will never lose another 50, 50 ball. And, and good God, that man was on fire in the second half of the season. Oh yeah. That dude is insanely freaking like, damn. Like it, it just, uh, fog, dude. Like, I, I don't know what to say. Like I still remember that, that one ball that he kept chasing and then the defender was like, I'm going to push you off, fucking try to push him off. And next, you know, he's the one sliding on the floor. And I was like, what the fuck? I can't remember what game that was. And then Arlie Holland just fucking scored. Honestly, I was like, pick one and then you probably game. see, you could, yeah, yeah right. I was about to say, pick one and you could probably see where Kevin De Bruyne or, or Eric Gundawa played him that beautiful ball. And that's the other thing is like, he has two th- and arguably three of the best ball placement passers in the game today, passing him passing the ball in the box. I mean, you have Bernardo, you have uh, Gundogan, you have Kevin De Bruyne, who all three can play just such beautiful, soft passes to his feet. It's just let him run on, do whatever. I mean, you add that to what is already his gifted talent, which he was showing in the Bundesliga. Uh, this is this is exactly what to be expected. I mean, this guy can rewrite a whole bunch of record books if he keeps having this squad behind him. Yep. Yeah, I also want to point out that it's crazy how low the goal-scoring record was for the English Premier League. It seems and weird, how right? Like, not think, and how do you not think Erling Haaland's not going to surpass it? Wasn't like, it, it uh, um, Kunagüero? Didn't he beat that record, too, like before? What was, wasn't the record like 32 goals or something like that? Yeah, it was like 30, 32, I think. I mean, it's yes, it's low, but at the same time, I think in you, when you compare the level of competition through all 20 teams in the EPL versus the level of competition in a lot of the other leagues, like after after about 10th in most other leagues, you get a really big drop-off. I mean, for some of them, after second, you get a really big drop-off. So like it's, I don't want to say it's a surprise that it was in the 30s, but it was more surprising that he did it so easily, I think is, right. is the thing. So the record was 34 goals, and it was actually a tie between Andy Cole of Newcastle United and Alan Schur of Blackburn Maybe. Rovers. Oh, well, Blackburn. Mm. And then with 32 was-, was Mohamed Salah. Yep. Mm. Which was two years yep. ago, three years ago? Uh, the championship. I league. believe so. Yeah. Championship year. Yeah, the so. year, yeah, that year. But, yeah, so – yeah, for me, I just it it was it was he 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 was just put in a great situation, um, and I mean he was gonna eat. And speaking of people that was gonna feed this guy, the assist leader with sixteen assists is Kevin De Bruyne of Manchester City. Yeah, no surprise. So, and the clean sheet leader with seventeen clean sheets from the other club in Manchester. David De Gea, which I believe he's also rumored to be leaving Manchester United Good. Uh, this summer. Go go somewhere where you're actually loved for once. Sorry, that, that's my, maybe my biggest complaint about Man United. They give David De Gea so much stick because they're, he's supposed to be God. And like, yeah, you had Edwin van der Sar before this, who was probably a goalkeeping God. Like, nobody's going to ever match that. So to expect David De Gea, who in his own right is a fantastic goalkeeper... And should be respected for that. He obviously has his flaws, as do a lot of players. And I've said said flaws on this show before. But, like, he's not a bad goalkeeper. He's still one of the world's top, I'd say, 10 to 15 every year. 
maybe sometimes top five even. But, you know, this is one of those cases where he's a top five goalkeeper in the last last season. It's just people just still think of him as the guy who lets in a random wonder. Like, I mean, God, he's had such crap defenders to deal with but in his in his career at Man United. It's just like, give the guy a little bit of a break, huh? Like, go go somewhere where you can enjoy life. Go to Atletico Madrid. Go to Barcelona. Go to, or not Barcelona. Go to Real Madrid. Go just go somewhere where you can actually ha- be respected as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. Or you got anything to say? Um, not necessarily. I mean, he Kelsey, you put it right on the money with the JR. I mean, you know I me. Mean? I I do point out, like I I do point out, like hey, like. Bro, like that was a easy, that was a easy goal. Do you let it roll? Like fucking Harry Maguire even scored on you, Jesus Christ! Like shit, like that. His, but, his own teammate. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you know, but um, I'm just like, I, I agree. Like he's been giving a lot of shit, and uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I haven't, but yeah, I've given him shit too for that. But mm-hmm. in the end, it's like. He's done. He's done his best, and actually, he's come through in clutch games too. So I'm like, hey, shit. He's yeah. he's 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 one of those really good goalies. He's a really good goalie. I mean, I liked him when he was at Atletico Madrid, and I still like him now when he's at Man U. I think it's safe to say he's always one of those goalies that plays to his opposition, though. Like if his if he was yeah. playing like a Liverpool, if he was playing at Arsenal, like this season Arsenal, he was playing Man City. That dude didn't make mistakes. Yeah, but he kept he kept it up. He played Crystal Palace. He plays Fulham. He plays this year's Leicester City. He usually he usually makes one or two gaffes. It's just can those gaffes be something that don't end up directly in a goal? That's the question. And you know, it helps to be shielded by defenders to not have those gaffes. But I digress. I could go on about hey all day. Well, yeah, man. So that is the Power Five leagues uh, recapped. Can't wait for next season. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll go ahead and preview the 2023 Champions League final. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement, but this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code BELLYUP20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with the titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So what are you waiting for? Save 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUP20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. And we're back. All right, the 2023 Champions League Final 
Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Who would have thought this would have been the matchup? Well, I mean, I think at least all of us thought that Manchester City, this was like, no shit, this had to be the year where we where we were going to finally do it. Yeah. What the hell did Spencer just send me? I don't know. Did he send you the the the, the five? I don't know. He just like texted me a picture. And it's like Oh god. Okay, this is this is just fucking weird. I don't want to <laughs> what the fuck, Spencer. Um, Spencer's gonna have to edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I'm editing this episode, but holy shit. Alright. So thanks. Thanks maybe for that that's, one. Maybe that's why he sent you the pictures. Like, I'm gonna mess with them this time. Holy fuck, that was fucking weird. All right. Whoa, what in the world is this? <laughs> I forgot it. It's, well, it's in our group chat. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> that can't be unseen. It's No, the thing, the thing is, he made it to where it, like, popped everywhere. Like, he made it burst everywhere. Oh, God. Dog, why, why you got to describe it? Nobody wants to know about whatever you just see. You know, no, 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 no. I and when I'm you use those terms, picture. it sounds even worse. Even though I'm not imagining anything but, like, confetti. But, like, you're, I'm down sure. that confetti Some being face. burst across the screen. And that's just like, I don't want to see that. Sure. <laughs> Some poor soul has to, has to clean up the confetti afterwards. All right. Well, so, <laughs> so, so let's get back into this. So, obviously, one – with Manchester City, I think everyone thought it was pretty strong to give these guys the favorite label just because of the fact that you had probably one of the most dominant scorers now in in the Champions League in Erling Haaland because that addition was that pivotal for Manchester City. That was like their missing piece for some people that would have deemed that for Man City. But then on the other side, you have Inter Milan, which, you know, we, we kind of talked about it earlier, this rise of the, of the Serie A. You have a Serie A team all featured in every single final. They've all lost. When, when, no, wait. It, what was the score of the, of the Europa Conference League final? Oh, because it, uh, it's Monday. It hasn't happened yet. But, I was going right. uh, that's a great question. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's Monday. Oh, yeah. It hasn't happened yet. So, well, maybe maybe uh, Fiorentina beats West Ham United. Maybe they don't. But but obviously, you know. You we have, won't be able to tell you. Can't tell you right now. Uh, Find that on the next episode of Insert Name FC. Maybe I just like cut Dang in between right here and like. Hey, so uh, just quick confirmation. Yeah, uh, Fiorentina did lose, in fact, to West Ham United. West Ham won two to one in the Europa Conference League final. So yeah, there's the update. Yeah, Italy is now zero and two in the European Championships. <laughs> this is the team that won, and then continue on. Yeah, there you go. Right. Just a just a nice little cut inside. <laughs> right. Uh uh, but anyways, kinda coming back to it though. Inter Milan makes it to the final, had to beat AC Milan to make it here. But let's just go down to their bros before we get we, we get talking about this matchup a little bit more. So Manchester City, how they got to this final, they were the winners of group G. Uh they end up beating RB Leipzig eight to one in the round of sixteen. Uh, they beat Bayern Munich four to one in the quarterfinals, and then beat Real Madrid five to one in the semifinals. God, I don't, I don't want to remind it that that reminder, but yeah, that happened. Um, and Inter Milan, they were runner-ups for Group C. Uh, they beat Porto one nil in the round of sixteen. They beat Benfica five three in the quarterfinals, and of course beat their rivals AC Milan three nil in the semifinals. Which is kind of when you look at both sides of their rows, 
you have Manchester City, I would argue maybe has the tougher road to the final, but they just clearly ease through every single of their matchups. Whereas you have Inter Milan, who kind of struggled against Porto, had to battle with Benfica. And I mean, yeah, they, they, they handled their business against AC Milan, but you would think that someone could, like, I mean, a team like Manchester City probably would have done more damage if they had the same road as Inter Milan. But do you think that really matters once once you get to the final? Um, no, when you're in the finals, man, it doesn't matter anymore. Like how you got there, it, to me, like once you're in the finals, how you got there is that's that's stuff for the billboards, that's stuff for the the magazine, that's stuff for the for the memory bank. That's not stuff that determines what's happening on the X's and O's and what happens on the field because. It, it's such a different game. Every single championship game is a completely different environment because it's completely different from anything any of these guys have ever played in. For the most part, obviously, Man City's these guys have been there. For Inter, it's going to be for a lot of these guys. It's going to be their first time, and, and it's going to be a lot of their their nerves. And, and and can they be naive enough to let themselves ignore the pressure? Uh, is going to be the big thing. So yeah, it doesn't matter how they got there. It just matters that they're there. And at this point in time, it's just do what you know how to do. Like who can put the nerves away and do what they know how to do best is what really matters. And that's, that's, that's how I always feel about the whole, does it like how they got there? Like, okay, cool. It's, it's great. You know, advertise great to fill time before a game starts, but yeah, at, once the, once the match starts, it's, it's just about the guys on the field and, and can they, can they get the, get it figured out? All right. So before we get to Man City, answer Milan, last time they made it to the Champions League final was when they were led by Jose Mourinho, which they did win. Um, which I believe was against Bayern Munich. Um, yes. But twenty ten. Yeah. So and sheesh, like thirteen years later, they're back at it with a very, I would say, I could honestly say, would probably be a very star-studded Inter Milan team. You have two World Cup winners in your team, I think. No, yeah. Well, yeah, Latara Martinez, World Cup winner, even though he definitely <laughs> wasn't that good in the World Cup. But, I mean, when you give him the Inter Milan jersey, he's been nothing but a beast. As a matter of fact, he's the captain of Inter Milan. Um, you have Onana, who was with Ajax a few years ago, was part of that team with, that made that big push with, with Ajax. Dealt with some – had some issues dealing at, at one point, but then now is, back, is, now is here with Inter Milan and honestly has been one of the best keepers in the Champions League this season. Um Probably a lot of reason why Inter Milan has had so much success this season, just the way he's been playing at, in between the sticks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this. I forgot, forgot, you forgot one more World Cup winner on their team, Robin Gosens. Oh yeah, the the yeah, sorry, German. my bad. Sorry, I literally, I completely forgot he was Ooh. on their squad. So my bad. But but yeah, so I mean, Inter Milan. Yeah, there's there's the newness to it, and all and all and all those things. But I mean, there's also an expectation with Inter Milan when it comes to this tournament as well. And, and I mean, they're they're usually a, pre, a pretty strong stable. They have when you're talking if you want to do the history battle. I mean, Inter Milan definitely beats out Manchester City when it comes to history, at least history yes. of success. But I mean, if you're Inter Milan, are you coming in timid or are or you kind of feel like we're they're the ones that belong here. 
I think mm-hmm. you have to. I think you both have to feel like you belong there, Edward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they have a the good uh, squad all together. I just I just feel like uh, I don't know, man. Uh, truthfully speaking, like I I don't want to be biased, but it's like Man City has an all around and a stronger midfield. While Inter, I feel it's their defense that really does help out. Compare, but I feel like uh, what the hell? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Spence send another picture. <laughs> no, I, I thought I heard like a, like a, some wind blowing through the headphones, but I oh. don't know if it was. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just I feel like Inter Milan has like one thing going for them, and I guess it would be just the defense and then the counterattack. Man City, it's like. Everybody knows how to dribble, including the center backs. It's like it's really all oh, it's really pretty badass. I'm sorry. But okay. I, I do feel I do feel like they do belong there in the final. It's just I kinda I, I'm already certain that the favor is going towards Man City. So Inter Milan basically has to put up a hell of a fight. I mean, to, obviously I think everybody agrees Manchester City is the heavy favorite into this, but Manchester City, last time they made it to the Champions League final. They lost to Chelsea. Boo boo. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, since I mean, but that... the TV. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, 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 guess I, I think I, I could use the I, you could use a pass and say, yeah, they choked on the end, and then like Inter Milan might actually, you know, take it. Well, I mean, I'm just pointing that out that like once again, this team. Is, I mean, as far as like you're you're talking about like newness, Manchester City is new to all of this. Uh, yeah, you know, I. They've always been just, just a buck short. Always a little bit short. I mean, last year, they they gave up one of the biggest comebacks to Real Madrid, who then they won the Champions League. So I mean, like Manchester City has had a lot of heartbreak going into the Champions League as they're still pursuing their first ever Champions League trophy. Yeah, but they've been to the finals, and that's I think that like there's players on that field that have been to the finals. And I think that's yep. the big difference there. Whereas, like, there's you look at like Eden Dzeko, uh Romelu Lukaku, as great as those names are. When's the last time they were in a Champions League final? Ever. I don't think either mm. one has ever been in a Champions League final. And nope. then you you know you talk about McTarian. He's the only one that I can think of that's been in a in a Champions League final, and uh, that was with Man City, ironically. And oh yeah. And then Handanovic has definitely not been in one. Uh, so you have guys that, like, yeah, they're experienced players, but they're not experienced in the Champions League. And then you have, on on the coaching side of things, you have Pep or Simeone Zage, or Ngazi, who is a great coach, great manager. But is he a good enough manager to qual- calm down the – or to make up for the lack of, like, Champions League experience for his players? Because – that does matter. I mean, you you have to build in a fantastic game plan in these situations with a little bit of liquidity to it that, that they can they can they can change around like to make sure that you're good. But I mean, with inner, it doesn't feel like it's too big for them. It definitely does feel like like this is a situation where they're just they're welcoming the opportunity because they are a strong defensive team. But that more importantly, they have two big guys up front that all you got to do is get the ball to their feet and you can rest. Like you can take those breathers that you need to to get your defense and you get your squad set back up, 
and both Lukaku or, Ze- or Dzeko, whoever's up there. Um, and let's not forget, Dzeko might be one of the better kind of pulled back strikers in the world uh, as far as just stepping away. Obviously him, uh, we talked about Benzema earlier. Benzema may be the best at it. But just stepping off of that back line, receiving a ball, turning with space to handle, and then passing off to his strike mate. And I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunity there for Inter uh, in this game versus City, but it's just it's a matter of can that can that lack of fine Champions Champions League finals really can they get over that? Yeah, and I mean, like you said, you're talking about guy when you talk about guys that have been to the final. I mean, Manchester City, they're most of the guys on their team were were at that final where they lost to Chelsea, yeah. so they they know what it takes to make it everybody to everybody. Erling, I think. Hmm? Everybody but Erling Haaland, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and they're starting as yeah. far as their 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 starting attack uh, in defense. I know, but two defenders. I don't. I don't think one of them, both of them were there. Were there. But yeah, so I mean, Manchester. I mean, if you're gonna look at if you're gonna put roster roster together, I mean. Every, everything's going to be leaning towards Manchester City. Manchester City are the heavy favorites. I, I, I feel like I've said Manchester City were the he- the favorite to win this thing, um, and it's obviously because they went and got what they needed to secure a position in the Champions League, and that's going after Erling Haaland. Um, but I mean, yeah, we we can talk about Erling Haaland all we want, but we we should also be talking about probably one of the most clutch players that Manchester City has had for quite some time, and He's come up for come up big for them plenty of times, especially in their FA Cup win, and that's obviously Gun uh, Gundogan. I mean, like, yeah. can there be any more clutch than that guy? Um, right now, no. I don't know where it came from, too, because we're talking about a guy that three seasons ago, four seasons ago, was ready to be written off by everybody. Um, obviously, his time at Arsenal was a failure, a relative failure, and then nice. he. Gets signed. Well, I mean, in comparison to what he was doing beforehand, and then gets signed by by City afterwards. You're just like, why? Like, and he's coming off the bench, you know, not really doing a whole lot. And then it's just something clicked for him under Pep. And then next thing you know, we're we're talking about a guy that's. I mean, he was up for a Ballon d'Or at one point in time. So, like, he has turned his his career completely around in the matter of three to four years, and. It's been it's been a fantastic watch. I won't say he's the the most clutch player in their their career, um, but or in in their history. But he's definitely up there. I definitely it's a short list, and he's up there, um, at least in the top five at least right now. I'd still say Cunaguero is still your number one, um, but beyond that, I mean, like Steven Ireland, and then uh, <laughs> that's about it. And then that then you then you might get into this category, but yeah, it's it's a close one. But yeah, all right, so. Edward, anything you want to say about Manchester City? Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm interested in seeing if Haaland can actually go through Inter defense like he's done with countless uh, defenses beforehand. Uh, and if anything, even if he doesn't get through him, I mean, you still got Kevin De Bruyne, who has that long shot from the outside, which we – we saw that with Real Madrid. I mean, they were covering him the whole time. And then as the one instance that they didn't cover him well, he just shot it and they went in. Like, he had the time. He had he literally had the moment where he was like, all right, let me just go ahead and take this shot. It went in. You know, so it's like 
you have you have him, you know, to go ahead and I guess you could say play cleanup from the outside. Not saying that Erling Haaland can't have a shot from the outside. I mean, he still he has power shots. It's just uh, I feel like De Bruyne is better, even at free kicks, if anything. And like you said, going to gun, yeah, like kind of proud that he came out of Dortmund, you know. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to avoid that one. Trying to avoid going that back that far back in hey, his hey, career. And no, and no lie, <laughs> he's he's hey, more focused on the Arsenal reject part. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to focus on that part, yeah, not the good yeah, not the yeah. good parts of it. Yeah, no, but then also you got to think about Inter Milan, the Mithrican, or how do you say how do you Mithrian? Mithrian, yeah, Mithrian. He came out of Dortmund too. They both literally came out from the same team and then just ended up opposite sides, I guess, for this for this year for the Champions League for the final. So that's pretty cool. Like you know, both players that have really good long shots, like power and accuracy from the outside the box. So it's it's a it, I think Man City I'm heavy heavily favored with Man City. So that's my th- that's my thing. Yeah, I I I think there's no one arguing with it. So I mean, I'm a good. Well, hold on. If we're picking a, a winner, hold on. I'm not going with Man City. <laughs> I am 100 percent going we, against Man City. Before we pick a winner, who who's your X factor? Into the, into this matchup, um, you know what? I want to say Bernardo Silva. He just randomly out of nowhere, like appears. Just I don't know. Like I like how his game goes. He just comes out of nowhere and yeah, dude. Dribbles. Like honestly, he just ends up being that 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 X factor, like that surprise, happy birthday kind of shit. Like you don't expect that shit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, shit. He scored the the two goals against Real, right? So I mean, fuck. He could probably do it again. Some surprise goals. Everybody else is covering Haaland and De Bruyne and shit, and then you just see this guy going, "Hey, what's up, guys? I'm right here. I want to play." Well, okay. So you're going, you're going that side of things. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Joaquin Correa. Okay. okay, I think I think I'm gonna go El Tuku. I think I think has is, is gonna be the guy that's. Uh, yeah, I think. Mm, I don't know. Wait, is he even playing in this game, or is he on loan? I don't even know if he's on loan or not. Yikes! Google, Google. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. All right. Well, so while Kelsey figures that figures out who's on the roster, <laughs> um, it just popped up, and now now I'm confused. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Onana. I think is is a is a big X factor for for Inter Milan. He's come up big for them. Plenty of occasions right right for Inter Milan in their just road to the Champions League, um, and he's he's got a big task in front of him. He's got to try to to be on 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 his best against just an amazing team that Manchester City has. So he's got to do what he can to keep this team in the game. Just long enough for his attack to finally find the back of the net on on the other side. So I'm gonna okay. go with on, on He is he is actually going to be on the squad. We're good. Uh, also, but I would like to change it though because you did make a really good point about Onana. So I'm going to change it to Denzel Dumfries for multiple reasons. He is actually defender slash attacking weapon as well. So uh, it, him getting involved is going to be a big 
Very important for the counterattack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up to Denzel Dumfries after all because I was worried about the Korea thing and now I panicked and and now I started thinking about something else. And all right, all right, prediction time. We'll 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 start with Kelsey. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go two one. Uh, Inter. Okay. Okay. Uh, three two Man City overtime. Okay. You sure you don't want to go five one with five goals from from one player? Hey hey, hey. Timo Warren's not in that team. All right, it can't happen. I just make it sure. <laughs> you sure Erling Haaland can't score five goals? Hey, actually, I, 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 I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's um, a possibility. I will say it's going to be a two-one game, and it's going to be Manchester City. Why do I keep going on an island by myself? I need to stop this. I need to just pick the favorite for once. <laughs> stop trying to be cute with this. Yeah, but then, but then, but then, when it happens, <laughs> it never happens. Though that's my problem. It never happens. It never works out in my favor. <laughs> All right, so there you have it, guys. That's our, our our preview. Obviously, make sure you guys watch it on Saturday. It's going to be a great final. Can't wait. It's just cool to see different teams on the final. That's always been my thing. So it's a, this is two different teams. Obviously, we don't want to see Manchester City win it, but it's probably going to be Manchester City winning. you both pick them? Yeah. Um, Players of the Week. Players of the Week is brought to you by InTheClutch.com. InTheClutch.com is a clothing apparel company brought to you by the Players Associations of Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, the National Basketball Association, and so much more. These shirt designs are amazing. I love them so much. And the material is also equivalent to how amazing the designs are. And for Kelsey, they passed the Fat Boy test. So... They do. If you if you guys Damn. don't know the fat boy test, lift up your arms. If your belly shows, then you got a problem. That's called the fat boy problem. So fat boy testing means not only do they fit your arms, but when you lift your arms up, they don't show your whole belly. And that's just the important thing in life. Plus, Man. you get to go wear cool shirts like like ones that say "big sexy" on them. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <What? laughs> if you guys go to intheclutch.com and you go at checkout, use the code. Insert name at checkout. You'll save yourself 10% off your purchase. Once again, in the clutch.com, use the code insert name, save yourself 10% off your purchase. Thank you again in the clutch for being the presenting partner of players of the week. All right, Kelsey, who is your player of the week? Uh, so I'm coming home to home soil, American soil here uh, to pick the guy that helped St. Louis city FC top the Western conference at the end of the week. That is Edward Lowen, uh, two goals in seven days. Helps get them into the top of the Western Conference in their very first year, by the way, their inaugural season. So, shout out to them. Uh, unfortunately, the last game they did win, uh, Hector, over um, your new employer, uh, the Houston Dynamo. So, uh, sad, sad sad, about that one. But, look, Ed- Edward Lowen yeah. is my player of the week with t- his two goals in the seven-day time frame. It's okay. It's a, yeah. Uh, sporting, uh, sporting. St. Louis City SC has been so much fun to watch. Um yes. I got the pleasure of going to St. Louis when we ha- when the academy got had to go play against St. Louis SC. Their facility is amazing. Um, that stadium it's downtown is beautiful. We we were actually there for their their uh, opening their their season opener, their uh, their home opener. So that was pretty cool. Taylor Swoman was there. That was awesome. Didn't get to talk to him, but okay. he, was, he was there. 
Um, he was there watching an academy match. That was uh, that to me was just fucking awesome right there. But um, no, yeah, the stadium was amazing. The atmosphere was crazy. I can only imagine what it would be like just being there on a match day. But yeah, St. Louis has just been, you know, kind of what you know when you talk about these expansion clubs when it comes to MLS, they can either flop like, well, we haven't really had one flop yet, except for maybe Inter. You think Inter is a flop? Oh well, they struggled, 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 struggle, struggle. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they. I don't think they were their flop, but they definitely have been the most struggling of the. I mean, I guess did. them and Orlando have struggled the most. Yeah, so, so they can they can either struggle like in Orlando or or um, Inter Miami, or they just beasted like an LAFC or now Atlanta. St. Louis SC. Nashville. So I mean, yeah. It if you guys aren't into MLS, I would say check out St. Louis City. It's their 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 atmosphere is is awesome. Um, this is definitely not going to hurt me in any way in my employment. Um, but <laughs> cool atmosphere. I mean, the, just off a non biased perspective, it did suck watching and, them. And they probably have the coolest pink jerseys I think I've ever seen. Yeah, as far as like a, a, a proper great use of sponsor, pink. by the way, Purina. Yeah, like, awesome, awesome. Shout out to the shout out shout out to the jersey designers this year for for St. Louis City FC because. I've been waiting for a quality pink jersey, and you thought Inter Miami would deliver, but yeah. they've yet to do so. All right, Edward, who's your player of the week? So my player of the week is actually – so it's kind of like a bittersweet thing here. So my player of the week is actually Pablo Dybala, who scored the winning goal against Spezia in a penalty overtime. And he actually scored against Sevilla uh, to uh, to open up the – the 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 score is basically one zero for the Europa League, but sadly he couldn't finish it off. Or like Mancini decided to be like, hey, you know what? Let's make this harder than it is, and he went ahead and did that. So yeah, yeah. but Paulo Dybala basically played his heart out. Um, even at the end, dude, that was like very sentimental. The ending of the Europa League when they were recording him with his medal and stuff, like. I'll be honest, like, he stood there, he took it like a champ, but, you know, he was still teary-eyed and stuff. I mean, shit, it reminded me of the same kid in Napoli, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just when he was younger. Okay. Yeah, so. Getting emotional on us today, Edward. Sheesh. Who hurt me? Yeah. I Right? Like, do we need to get you a burger? No, you know Bruce, what? No, you're Bruce right. you know, Dorman you know hurt him. No, no. You guys hurt me by talking all I, that shit. No, that's not fair. We love what shit? <laughs> that your team lo- that didn't win the championship. We we love and care about you, and that's just our way of showing our love. That's freaking dirty. You would love. do the same to us. You have done the same to us. I have done the same. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my player of the week is Ilke Gundogan, who scored two goals in Manchester City's two-one win against Manchester United in the FA Cup final. So maybe yeah. looking for him to have another performance in the Champions League final. Just a little so bit of a taste, yeah. What? Let's see, Let's see the plan. Yeah. But all right, games to watch, man. Obviously, the the big one, the 2023 Champions League final, Manchester City versus Inter Milan. If you're not watching this final, then I don't know who the hell you are. So, just go watch the final. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. Yes. Uh, for Major League Soccer, Houston Dynamo versus LAFC, both coming off of some very disappointing losses. Um, especially LAFC after losing to Leon in the CONCACAF Champions League final. How'd they lose that? Yeah. 
So see who can bounce back in that one. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, who's looked a lot different since Alan Polito has come back from his injury, of mm-hmm. his multiple injuries that the man has since he came into the MLS. Um, so let's see if they can they can also continue their form. Taking on Austin FC, which I hope that you know they they kill Austin FC. Um, because the only thing I like about Austin FC is Matthew McConaughey, but that doesn't change anything. The colors are kind of cool. Is Matthew, uh, Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey in a green suit. Yeah, I, I agree with Hector on this one. Look, guys, I'm not a Texas person, so I can say their colors look cool. Austin is California. This is just, that's oh, you no, no. <laughs> As a Californian at born, uh, I will tell you, no, it's not. The Stop fuck? that blasphemy. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's it's California Junior. It's California Junior. <laughs> it wants to be California, but it'll never be that bad. Oh man! It'll then tell your Californian bad. people. Then tell your California people to you know go ahead and stay in California, so it won't be a little. Trust California. me, oh, I did. That's why I moved. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, refrain from saying Californians can't come to get to Texas. Nah, <laughs> we're, every every other state other than California is closed. Californians. Oh man! Technically, technically I'm swear, a Calif- they, technically I'm a Californian. So. Every you know, here's the oh, here's the funny thing about man, about right. Californians, right? They move to different states to get away from California, and then immediately when they move to different states, they want to change the housing and everything, all the laws to be the exact same ones they were they had in California. Yeah, is that, no, is that no, what no, you're no, doing no. in Indiana? No, man. Kelsey over here. Kelsey over here is like, you know what? I adopted the Ohio person. No, that's right. That's right. You you guys do live in Cleveland now. Yeah, yeah. We're near the mistake on the lake or the Rust Belt, whatever you Uh, want to call it. And uh, the other game I want to highlight, kind of, we we were kind of gloating about St. Louis City SC, but yeah, they'll be taking on LA Galaxy, who got rid of their owner. So, I mean, yeah, that'll be a very interesting one. See what they do after that. Yep. There is some international friendlies also. Mexico taking on Cameroon and Germany versus Ukraine. So those will be okay. So yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take one more break and then we're gonna do our new segment, Five Aside Draft. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out the website, www.bellyupsports.com to read some great articles from great writers all across the country from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average website. And we're back. All right. New segment, Five Aside Draft. So we'll be rotating our closing closing segments every episode so not every, we're not going to be doing the same thing every single time also because I'm, I'm running out of <laughs> topics for three up three down um but we will we will still have three up three down as a closing segment option as well but all right so this one is gonna be video game characters because well i i watched super mario brothers um and it didn't disappoint so i enjoyed it and i'm going to Continue that high of video games by talking about some video game characters that we love, but in a situation where we play a five-a-side small goal match between each other, and me and Kelsey and Edward will be coaching the, this this team. All so, right. fair. Kelsey, being that you are the guest of honor in this episode, even though Edward also technically kind of is also in some in some way, <laughs> um, he's the honor. You the get guest. to pick the order of the draft. Oh, I get to pick the order? Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. You give 
Talk about giving him power there, sir. Um, all right, I'm going to go first. And then Edward's going to go second. I don't want to give him back-to-back picks. So, Hector, you're going to go third, which means you get to go double in the first round. Or, okay. well, first to second Ooh. round. All right, so for Ed, the- I don't want to give Edward back-to-back picks because it's too much, too much opportunity for him to dig around oh. in his brain. So, dig around, dude. So this will be, I'm a, this will I'm be a, a snake gamer, order draft. Bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, Edward basically got shafted. <laughs> yes, I, I planned this. All right, Solid. Kelsey. Big brain. No, notebook and all, goddammit. Hey, I'm a coach by heart, man. All right, number one pick, if this is a soccer match, I got to have a speedy forward, right? Speed kills. And it might be the greatest video game character of all time. Oh, God, he's blue. I know who you're going to pick. Yep. He's sometimes gold. He also has a couple movies out. His name is Sonic the Hedgehog. Come on down with your number one overall pick. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog goes, in, right. goes into the, goes number one. That's honestly right. who else could go for number one as well. It just makes sense, right. right? He's fast and spins around and makes sense as a striker. Okay, Edward. All right, so since he's going that route for the striker, I'm going to go ahead and choose as my goalkeeper. I'm not even going for a striker. It's I'm going five for a goalkeeper. small goal, Edward. Small goal. Oh, so then small no goals. goalkeeper? No, no goalkeeper. Jesus Christ. All right, all right. All right, all right. Well, geez. someone wasn't paying attention. Nope. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the norm. You, you got to get used to that. Um, but, okay, so I will choose – and he's actually from an older video games, F Zero, but he's been in Super Smash Brothers, and he still is in Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Captain Falcon. I hate. He's gonna be my my winger. I hate you. <laughs> You're gonna have so many handballs, though. He's gonna be like Falcon. Wait, what am I supposed to do? Punch? No, okay. No, no, handball. No, no. Falcon kick. Handball. Falcon kick. But he has. Falcon you can't kick. use it every time. Falcon kick. He's gonna mistakenly use a Falcon punch. You're gonna get too many handballs. No, 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 no. You know what? I actually mastered how to use the cancel. Hector can actually attest to that. Yeah, but you're coaching, not controlling. No, exactly. I'll be like, all right, let me teach you this. Let me teach you this. Let me show you how to cancel your freaking punch. <laughs> all right. But... All right, Hector. <laughs> all right. So I need I need someone with, with clear tactics, clear vision, a leader in the group. Give me solid snake. All right. I was actually that was part of my plan, but okay. Well, now it's my now he's part of my plan. Oh, <laughs> he was my, he was my number one pick. And uh, since I do need a little bit of a speedster on my team, and since you took the speedster, I mean, I'll, I'll pick the cooler speedster, and that's obviously Shadow. Whoa, whoa! That you did not just say. That's like you just picked. Like Kid Flash to my Flash, like it's nah. I respect yeah. it because that's a deep that's a deep dive because a lot of people don't remember Shadow. Yeah, and then I was I was thinking of picking him, but then I was like, mm, I don't know. But he you didn't pick him. Hover shoes. <laughs> no, but I was you like, didn't okay. pick like hover shoes feel like they're cheating. Like, like yeah, I, like if they, go, the if, they go, if they go crap out, if they crap out. Like, does that mean that he's gonna run like a normal hedgehog? Like, you know. Hmm. I, I just hear hate in your voice, Edward. What hate? What are you talking about, man? It's probably because yeah, he only gets one pick at a time while we both get two. Is it because no, Borussia no, Dortmund no. didn't win the league? No, it's because Arsenal didn't. Oh, well, oops, sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> I 
I mean, you, <laughs> I already stated my opinion. I don't think I, I don't think anyone knows. I'm I don't, I'm not disappointed by this. This draft yeah. is pulling out the most toxic parts of our traits. All right, Edward. Mm-hmm. It's only the second round. All right, Edward. All Your right, second so pick. My turn. <laughs> oh, right, right. All right, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So here I go. Uh, this is going to be my defender. So my defender is actually going to be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is fair or not, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and choose Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> Love. Yeah, so he's you have the nicest be... defender of all of them. Mm, not really. Stop. You get you can power him up. He's OP. I'll show you a real defender here in a second. Don't worry. All right, go for it. All right. Oh, is this just my turn? Hector has nothing to say about Spyro. No, really. I forgot all about all that right. character. <laughs> all right. So uh, before I go full defender on you, I'm gonna go one more striker, uh, and that is uh, he's fast. He has a strong tail, um, known for his quick attack and his iron tail, and that's Pikachu. Ah, man. Went for the Pokemon. I went for the Pokemon. Technically, game came out first in America. I mean, Japan. Show came out first. Do you you live in Japan? Because I don't live in Japan. No. I like how everyone has to talk shit about every single pick. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. I was going to say. Okay. So my strike core here, Sonic and Pikachu. I got my strike. My my strikers are good, but I need some defense, and I don't know of any better defender out there, except for a guy that literally killed gods for a living. Uh, so I'm going Kratos as my defender. Okay, the God of War. Okay. Might get a couple red cards, but you know what? Nobody else is living, so it's okay. All right, Edward. All right, so I guess um, I think this this guy will probably put uh, he may get ejected from the game and my team may get kicked out of it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go ahead and this is probably gonna be like a he's gonna be a defender. Maybe he he'll he'll, he'll probably end up freaking yeah he's gonna he's gonna get kicked out. For sure, I'm sure. And it's kind of crazy. Um, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, the video game. So that's pretty dark, but, you know. That is really, really dark. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, you just went, like, the opposite like, direction of this one. I, see, I he just kind of nice stands defender. there and doesn't really run after people, so it's not like he's, like, a great defender by any means. Yeah, but he can actually freaking summon some sort of crap from the floor that will injure you and then when he gets Pikachu people that are injured to... Pikachu and Sonic don't need the floor. I'm good. Uh, you gotta run on something. Okay. Like, yeah, you've, seen run, you've seen Sonic run on the walls. You've seen Pikachu run on, I don't even know what, air, electrons. He never runs anywhere. He does a quick attack. He runs son. on the floor. Exactly. Quick attack quick, is in the floor. He does the, he, watch the original ones. He does the quick attack in the air. Wait, are you basing it off the TV show or you're basing it no. off the video game? Basing uh-huh. off of both. Because <laughs> if you play it in the video, if you play it in the new, if you play it in the new, uh, new in game, the video, in the new I'll games, see, no, he will literally see, do quick I'll attack see. on a cliff. I, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see Pikachu doing a quick attack where he just jumps randomly and disappears off the screen and then just hits hits him. He literally just 
hits back and then goes forward and that's it. That's on the fucking floor. That's not jumping at all. Instant transportation. Horrible. Horrible. Instant transportation. Okay. Well, that happened. I couldn't pick Goku, so it was the closest thing I can get to instant transmission. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So uh, my pick. Um. I mean, obviously, I gotta go to defense, even though I already got Solo Snake for defending, but definitely need a definitely need a little bit more defense there. Um. I am going to go with Hitmonlee. Okay. Dang it. So I was saving that one for my next pick. That was gonna be my my surprise. Gotcha. So a solid 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 defender addition. And then need somebody with uh Solid elusiveness can be very accurate, and that is Samus. What did you just take my list, son? What is happening? So, did I drop my list on the floor somewhere? Yeah, there, there's, there's my my two picks, Edward. All right, so here's my other pick. So my other pick. He'll probably be my midfield. He'll probably be midfielder on uh, for me. Um, actually, on one of the games that Hector got me for my birthday, but I've been having this game for a while. I played the fourth one. Uh, I would say Dante from Devil May Cry series. That's a good one. So he's got speed. He's got power. And he's got smart snarkiness. Everything you need on a freaking prima donna soccer player. You're right. That is pretty much everything you need for a prima donna. Um, mm-hmm. Let me add one more thing in there, and that's the ability to eat and not lose your shape, um, which will be my next pick here at number four. I'm going with the ultimate defender, the guy that is there in case Kratos decides to get red carded. He will defend the ball or the man. Uh, but that is Kirby. Fuck, that was going to be my last pick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised I could get him in this, in this round. I thought I was going to have to take him earlier. Uh, but yeah, Kirby, uh, my fourth round overall pick. And to round it out, I'm, since since Hector took my ultimate kicker and hit Mon Lee, I'm going to take another ultimate kicker, and that's going to be Chun-Li. I'm going to go female here for, for this one. And if you guys have never used Chun-Li in Street Fighter, well... I suggest you go do it now. Okay. Abuse the high kick. Abuse the high kick to the face. You'll win every time. All right, Edward. Oh, me? Okay. So. Should be your last pick. This should be my last pick? This will be number five. Okay. Okay. So. um, Trying to think. I think that, I guess I could probably use this as a cheat. Why is he got to cheat in this one? Why why couldn't he play <laughs> by the rules? I mean, that's the guy who picked is. Pikachu. I know. Oh, oh, here we go. Well, here's the thing. I was gonna say I choose Ash Ketchum because he's had the ability to fucking summon all his freaking Pokemon. That were at the at least the top six. No, oh my see, God. that's not that's not an ability <laughs> he has. 
that's a capability he can, can can maintain, but he has to have that stuff with him, and you can't carry that onto a soccer pitch. How, how do you know? Uh, now, if you pick Pokemon Trainer from Smash Brothers, you can do that because there's I think no. That's existence. what he was referring to. See, that's not. Because I was like, oh, so you're that, going that, off of the cartoon him. show, Edward? Like, I mean, already is null and void. Yeah, no, See, like, that's not that's not Ash. Well then, well then, Pokemon Trainer, because uh, that to me, that's Ash. Like honestly, that's Ash. But it's not. It's you. All right, so I am giving Edward the option to to redo his pick. So he, he's going with Pokemon Trainer. Which it's a it's it's a pick. <laughs> I will say that. Interesting pick. I give you I give you that one. I think there were some better ones out there for you, Edward. Oh, I know. But since everybody's picking Pokemon, might as well. Let me get the guy that enslaves the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We may as well just do a Pokemon team one at the next one. I mean, we could do a whole Mario Brothers one too. They stop. Yeah, it's interesting that no one's picked a Mario Brother. Uh, I I almost did, and I'll I'll explain that one in a minute. But all right, so I I got the last pick. So this Edward can tell you this is my guy when it comes to Smash Bros. Like I I I use this guy because I know him very well to the T. It's been very useful for me when we do Smash tournaments, even though I still lose that word. Um, and that is my guy, Falcon. Falco. Okay. Super fast, super reliable, better than Fox, some may say. Ooh, whoa. whoa Hold on now. Whoa, whoa, Fox actually whoa. made my list. Falco was a left as an honorable mention. Let's just be very clear about that. Some whoa. may say, some may say better than Fox. And they'd be wrong. Now you know you know who we left off from the Mario Brothers, who I think is the ultimate soccer player from the Mario Brothers franchise, is Toad. Mostly because he has a built-in helmet, so any heading of the ball comes off at an extra little bit of snap that you wouldn't be expecting. Um, uh, so also, honorable honorable mention, Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, I, that was what I was gonna say. That was my like superstar honorable mention was Pablo Sanchez. Uh, and and Edward, if you wanted a Pokemon, you could have picked. You should have picked Snorlax. Yeah, because that would have been. He, he he's not technically a goalkeeper; he's a defender, but he literally is just laying there and in the way. So, if they can't get the goal around him, I mean, oops. Nah, just, I nah, was I thinking can't. about Snorlax at one point, but I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Until you said no goalkeeper, then I was like, never mind. I'm not gonna yeah. cheat that way. I'll but cheat yes. by getting Kirby instead. So five aside, Kelsey, make sure you send me. Send me that those uh those drafts so I can so I can make sure I put them on social media. Oh, oh no problem. So everybody can vote on who had the better draft. All right. So that is episode one thirty two. Honestly, I gotta say, man, as cool as as it is to work with the Houston Dynamo, it it's kind of it's kind of sucked that I have to do this podcast by myself for quite some time. But uh, shoot, the whole second half of the season basically has just been me. Um, so it's really cool to be able to one get Edward back into the mix with this. I'm, he's he's asked me a few times like, "Hey man, when are you going to be able to record again?" Uh, and so, so I'm I'm I, one. I'm glad that Edward still wants to do this. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously, like it's just it's great. I'm tired of talking to myself, <laughs> so because it does get very very hard to try to do a whole podcast by yourself. It it this, and I think that this podcast isn't can't be good without having other people 
talk about the game. So, I mean, so that one, thank you, Edward. And thank you, Kelsey, for, for obviously being here and always, always, you know, always being able to be part of the show. So, but yeah, more episodes we're going to be having with Edward again. Um, so, yeah. I'm so, always happy to jump in when you guys need me. Just give me a call. Yep. So Ooh. want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Uh, lots of stuff being pushed out on there, man. Lots of great podcasts like High Low Sports, like Corner Booth Pod. <laughs> The uh, well, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, also, great articles being written from great writers. So go ahead and check out bellyofsports.com. It is the ultimate, not your average sports website, and I I concur to that one. Yes. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out some of those articles, by the way, like if you're a fantasy <laughs> football player, fantasy me, sports sorry. player, man. Uh, there's some great fantasy writers out there, and there's so many great ones that, by the way, uh, they'll be at their fantasy football expo in Canton in uh, in August again. So that's the second year in a row they'll be there. But so if you guys are in Ohio, go check that out for a little bit of other football action. But no, there's a lot of great things being part of Belly Up. But those I gotta say, the writers might be one of the like uh, there's too many experts to count. I feel like at this point in time, and they're actually good experts and not like the talking heads on ESPN. Yep, exactly. Or the annoying pundits that thought that Erling Haaland wouldn't be breaking any records anytime soon. Um, yeah, yeah. Forget the, the, forget those guys too. And of <laughs> course, man, I can't I can't give this man enough love. But obviously, the the produ- the guy that makes the beats, the intros, the outros for these episodes, man. Um, a lot of people ask me where I get get my beats work from. Well, it's from the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, Roosevelt Spencer. You know what? I I forgot to do one thing, and we'll, and we'll, and I'll definitely mention it once I'm done with this shout out. But if you guys need some beat works done, some beats done, whether you're a musical artist or a podcaster or trying to create a YouTube channel, hit up Spencer, man. Check him out on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. And the reason why I said Spencer somehow reminded me this, um, and that is the singing bet. The season's over. Oh, yeah. the, the singing bet. We have it. We do have winners and we do have losers. And so, if you guys remember how the singing bet went uh, going into the season, was well, Edward owed me. Edward and Spencer both owed a lot of songs, <laughs> and they never got to it. So the deal was that if they took a point deduction per song, I would then we would go that that they would be free from not having to sing the songs that they owed. And so yeah. Edward reluctantly accepted it, and spent and Spencer also accepted it. To give you guys a point of reference, Spencer was down was going into the season with negative four points, and Edward was going into the season with negative seven points. True. So obviously, the winner for this year's singing bet is me. With twenty-two points, six wins, four losses, and two draw and two draws. I mean, I, I, obviously, I had I had quite the lead. So I mean, I got I got started with quite the lead. So I mean, that's it's all obviously that was going to happen. You sure uh, you didn't want to sing more great songs, Edward? I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Are you sure? Um, because I still uh, never forget being serenaded into my own episode uh, a few years back because that was fantastic. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, I was I'm just okay. trying to help you win. 
right. So, in second place, with 11 points, with a record of five wins, six losses, and one draw, Edward Robles. This dude went went in negative seven points. (laughs) That's impressive. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, you can just sing a couple of little songs. And finish the second. (laughs) I I don't don't even... To be honest, I, I don't even know what to say on that one because it, it just it was I, honestly even I told him I was like man I was like this is gonna this is gonna be pretty bad. Edward was sweating. I was, I was sweating had to agree hard. To this. I, I literally contemplated it the whole podcast. I believe I was like I was contemplating that the whole freaking time, and I was just like man, I was like I don't know. I don't feel like it's something i should do i was like maybe i should just do my my bet my things and let me sing and then i was really skeptic about it but thankfully it worked out it worked out i am did safe it did it though so with nine points uh three wins seven losses and two draws spencer finished dead last so Spencer has to now sing in our end of year episode. He will be singing the intro, the outro, and of course, he will have to sing before we announce the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year award. So, okay, I take it back, Edward. You did the right. You did the right thing. That's a that's ooh, that's some three painful songs. I mean, yeah. Edward did have to sing for our last for last season because he lost the singing bit last season. That's oh true. man. Freaking trying to hit that high note in the Mariah Carey song. Spencer made him sing Mariah Carey. <laughs> That's so bad. Mariah Carey, Darius Rucker, Wait, and so oh, the, who, the Bee Gees. Who's who's the picking Bee-Gees. who's picking Spencer's song this year? That will be me. Oh, don't do him too dirty now. Remember, uh, he has a lower did, vocal range. I feel like we got a pretty good set list for uh for the end of the year episode. I think uh, so. Be- lots of Dua Lipa. Some Lady Gaga in there, right? Quite. Some, it would be quite. It would be quite the end of year episode. Um, some Beyonce lemonade. Yeah, you, you gotta you, know. you gotta wait till the end of the, season, the end of the year to find. Don't out. Don't make me do that. Don't tease me like that, man. All right. So I'll explain the the rules for next year's singing bet, just so we already have it out of the way. Um, same thing as always. Obviously, whenever our teams face each other. If you guys want a, a reminder of the teams, obviously uh, I support Arsenal, Real Madrid, AC Milan, and Bayern Munich. And Edward supports Manchester United, Juventus, Barcelona, and Borussia Dortmund. And Spencer likes Manchester City, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, and Borussia Dortmund. So whenever our teams face off against each other, we would – they're – Depending on the result, obviously a win, we get three points, a loss, we don't get shit, and then a draw gets a, a point. We also look at goal differential, and I'm also adding a caveat where for every trophy our team wins, you'll get an additional point added to your tally. So, pretty important. <laughs> they finish strong. Man, that, that Bayern, Bayern fanship is going to win you a whole lot of extra points there, isn't it? Yeah, so does Spencer's Manchester City fanship. <laughs> We don't talk about that though. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hey, actually, let's be honest. The trouble hasn't been won in in, in the uh, EPL and uh, what since two thousand two, two thousand three. So, but yeah, I so mean, that is the best is bet. Be two tr- two trophies. So, 
Obviously, last time I I picked a song for Spencer to sing, it was uh, Kelsey got Rickrolled. So, yep, yep, I got Rickrolled. So yeah, that is episode one thirty two. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week. Me and I were back into the mix with next week with episode one thirty three, where we will be recapping the Champions League final and uh, probably get started with some transfer rumors. Yes, sir. All right, so catch us next week. All right, take care, guys.